isn't to live forever. The goal is to create something that will. Welcome to Perspective, a podcast for wedding creators, where we sit down often with a special guest and talk about our many years of experience in the wedding industry so that you can learn from us and grow your wedding business. And who are we? Well, I am Simon, and this is Chewing Gum for the Eyes. And we're Cinemate Films, two Scottish-based wedding filmmakers who love nothing more than drinking coffee, sometimes beer, and talking to others in the wedding industry. And we've teamed up with Photography Farm to bring you six special episodes of this podcast in anticipation of Thrive 2024, an all-star wedding photography workshop taught by six phenomenal mentors. This is an episode sponsored by With Jack, but I will get onto that a little bit later in the show. Greg, who are we talking to today? We are talking to Brooke Johnson today, and thank hey. you very much for joining us at this early time, because I know you like your slow mornings, so <laughs> how are you? I know. Well, you know, to be fair, I don't think anybody loves first thing in the morning. Not very many, at least, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, true. I mean, but I'm fine now. I'm, I'm up. I just, you know. Just check in to see if like 3 a.m. was one of your only start options or <laughs> if we could push it to eight to nine. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we, we usually do send out the, the invite link with our times. And then if someone's mm-hmm. like, uh, they don't really work because the time zones are like, we can be flexible. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. I know. I'm so sorry. Well, like, I, I think you guys, I don't know much. I listened to a few podcasts. You guys do a wonderful job. Oh, um, thank you. I know we have children somewhere in the mix, correct? Yep. Yes, yes. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, I'm that asshole American that's like, I can't be bothered. And I can't wake up too early. And then, you know, you're like, my wife and kid are waiting for me at home. You dumb bitch. Get out of bed. You know? And that's how I feel. <laughs> no, no, no. It's more like we've got kids at home. Let's just stay here a little while longer. <laughs> oh, excuses? Oh, I can help play that game, too. If you need if you need somebody to go cause chaos with, I'm your girl. So. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we are set with our coffees. It's the horrible, horrible coffee that we've been drinking because I spilled all the coffee grounds in the office that were the nice grounds. And now we're left with the month, month, month old coffee beans. I don't even know what they are. It's disgusting. But what are you drinking? I made myself a dirty chai and I know there's ice and a metal straw and a glass container. And I decided to dance with the devil and see if I could not ruin the audio while sipping. (laughs) You ruin away. It's fine. Uh, so there we go. <laughs> what's that? ASMR? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm helping. Um, I love a good dirty chai. We have a, a decent espresso, me, uh, espresso machine. My husband's kind of... I'm a bubble slut. He's a coffee slut. So uh, he has all the monthly coffee things coming in. And I'm like, I'm fine with Kirkland. You know, Costco's good enough for me. So, <laughs> so I got... A dirty chai. What is a dirty chai? Is it just uh, you don't wash your cups and you just keep pouring? Yeah. So you put a lot of really negative energy and intention in them. You go outside, you get a little graveyard soil, you mix it in. You know, there's there's a process to start each morning and have this type of light around you. So, no, it's it's literally Oregon chai mix. I get it at Costco. I'm also Costco's number one greatest fan. Fun oh. fact, you don't need to know about that as British people as much, but mm-hmm. um but almond milk and espresso shots too and yeah. Some chai tea mixture and then just mix dirty chai and it's a hug in a cup. Wonderful. Mm. I mean, I'm slightly disappointed there's no dark magic involved, but <laughs> hey, oh, what can you do? 
You know, we have to keep it good for the kitties. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, obviously, you mentioned kids. You are a mom. You're a wife. You're also an yeah. urban gardener with chickens, which is interesting. I am, how, yeah. How do you juggle all these roles? Well, I do what I want, and it's worked out really well for me so far. No. Um, how do I juggle all these roles? I mean, I feel like that's one of those very common questions we especially give to women, and that's not a hate on you guys at all. But I don't think it's any different than anybody juggling things that they're passionate about or love or want to get better at. For me, it's I deliberately choose the places I'm willing to put my energy mm-hmm. and it's not tiring or exhausting for me to to invest in myself in the ways where I want to grow. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, fair, so fair Simon enough. introduced you as those things. But how how would you introduce yourself for anyone listening who's maybe not heard of you? I mean, to be fair, I did throw that on my bio, which is so hard for people like me to write because for me, everything sounds so goddamn pretentious. Like I just, I, I, I don't like getting on there and being like, I have done this and I have this award. And it's not that I don't value or respect those things as much as like, people know that about you. If they follow your work, they've seen you're good. You don't have to, you don't have to shove it down their faces. We don't have to continually be I would rather just see the work that makes me go, that better have an award. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, does that make sense? So I'm I'm very much more like just watch and see versus I'm, mm, how do you explain? <laughs> I am not traditionally educated. I am self-taught and I am very intuitive with the way I go about things. So it's very much based on, and it shifts based off my client and my interaction with them. Very cool, very yeah. cool. Did that make any sense at all? Have yeah. I drank enough of my coffee? Yeah, absolutely. You, yeah. you also care about other people, clearly, because when we contacted you about this podcast and you came on board, you were like, ah, I need to buy a microphone. And you went out and you ordered <laughs> uh, you ordered uh, your first mic. Uh, wait, was mm-hmm. it an Amazon purchase that didn't arrive? Hey, I just got an Amazon because I listen to podcasts all day long. Like, I yeah. love podcasts. And there is nothing worse than a lot of the cardinal sins. And I'm like... It's not going to be like professional, but I can at least do the bare minimum and go buy a freaking mic, you know? <laughs> yes. Well, we. That is appreciated. We seriously appreciate that because yeah. um, we don't expect everyone to go and buy a mic, but I know our listeners and especially me when I'm editing. <laughs> it's, yes, it's. it's they're not that much. And everybody's like, you could, like, you know, people are like, just rent them. And I'm like, guys, they're not that much. And if you are in the creative industry, at some point, you're going to be on something where you need audio. So you might as well have something. And I just made mine pink, you know? That's so. true. Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> so you've been photographing weddings for about 15 years, I believe. How? Uh, let's see. Almost. I, it's closer. It's creeping up on 17, 18 now, I think. Oh, shit. Oh, right. okay. oh my research yeah. is so wrong. The, the bio is out of date. Simon right. types it. <laughs> no, it's because I'm... I'm like, I don't know. Let's see. My daughter is almost 21. I started doing it when she was three. Yeah. So. Wow. Cool. So how did that journey start back then? What what inspired you to pick up the camera? What inspired you to do weddings? Um, I feel like I've lived a lot of different lives. And so I don't know if we want this to be more of a, like, a, I don't know, therapy podcast. Just kidding. We won't do that. But um <laughs> There's there's been a lot of different life experiences that most people when they meet me would not necessarily expect, which is fine. Obviously, having kids young gives you a very different perspective and and different 
challenges and things to overcome, which also gave me different skills. But um, I started because I got a divorce and I had never really worked. I was a young mom. I had my first daughter when I was 17. I had my son but when I was 20. And I got divorced when he was about a year and a half. So I was only like 22 with two kids starting that business. And the reason was is I didn't have family around. Um, but I also, um, I really wanted a job that I could control my schedule so I could be present for my children. And mm. <clears throat> um, I used to get grounded for stealing my my dad's cameras growing up. Like, I've always been very, very creative and never really fit in with the traditional way of doing things so yeah uh, can we restart that that was terrible i don't know what i just said because <laughs> <laughs> you, you can you can go over the answer again but it was <laughs> hold on i'm just gonna hide it's one of those mornings uh she melts in her seat <laughs> i did i melted <laughs> i melted guys i'm sorry i i get really rambly and i get really nervous and i will fill up you know, a balloon if you let me. And I'm just like, you need more air? Let's go. I'll keep talking. So. Hey, you keep talking. I will keep listening. That's No, okay. So I, I guess I'm trying to be different. Let's be honest because everybody gets on and we all kind of have a very similar story. We have the same types of questions where we say we started this because we picked up a camera and then we, we love weddings and we love love. And it's, oh, you know, the mom, the single mom thing, it's... But this isn't a job that's something that's uh, a side gig. This isn't necessarily a job I think should be a side gig, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think if you're going to do it and do it right, I'm a big believer in like... <clears throat> don't waste people's time, <laughs> like your clients and things. Like if you don't really love it, there's other mm-hmm. there's other places to go and other things to do. So, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? No, just delete all of that. Oh, dear Lord. No, that's good. <laughs> it's what? okay. Just sell, sell, sell. You're fine. Lisa, help. Lisa, help. So you're, you're not your typical wedding photographer. Like what, what would you say sets you apart in sort of your work? Um, I would say I am... Um, kind of a endless pit of random creative ideas, but I think that's more of a muscle that you train and it makes me very, very comfortable in a lot of difficult situations where I think a lot of photographers walk in. Hi, Lottie. Sorry, my neighbor's cat decided to come visit. Um, a lot of people, um, can you restart? I'm going to have a panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You don't need to panic. You're absolutely fine. You're absolutely fine. Okay. Do you know why? We're just two Scottish people and we're having a conversation. It's fine. Okay. You may or may not have met this guy. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's I feel like, well, no, because we have, we have, Sc- oh God. Okay. Hold on. Who are you? Wait, do I know you? Me? Um, I'm no. friends with Neil. What, Neil Thomas and- Douglas? Yeah, and oh, I shot I'm Zoe's so wedding. Why? Okay. What happened? No, no, nothing. No, I love, I love Neil. You might have met Tom, who works with us a lot. You might have met Tom. Yeah, I saw, I saw Tom's wedding. Yeah, he. I have a, I have a really great, wonderful series of photos where he literally slipped and fell in the mud while we yes. were. Yeah, yes. that's me. Yeah. Right. Uh, all right. He's not here today. So I think He's... that's probably where I've seen faces or something of that nature. It's just through our 
our common connections. So yes, we're putting PCs together now. There we go. <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad. I still have no idea who the hell you are, but all right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know, um, like I've I've done farm. I I was one of I was on there for the early days of farm with Lisa. So it's not my my first round. Mm-hmm. Um, it's honestly I don't do a lot of conferences. And to kind of go back to what we were talking about, um. I don't like to do a lot of conferences because I feel like education has become what being a photographer is. Um, mm. And I feel like that's a very controversial way of approaching it now. And I think what I was trying to make with my point before was that this job isn't necessarily an easy job. There's not a, there's not the security. And I think what a lot of people are trying to do, especially in the education community, is to create a security or a sense of control over something you can't control. You can't control if people want to hire you to get married. You can't control, like, there's this this delusion, I feel like, that's in our industry that's really exhausting for me that I really, really, really try to avoid and sidestep. And so when I do talk about our industry, I get a little nervous, a little hiccupy, a little, like, um... I guess I get a little anxious and babbly because I'm afraid of saying something that's going to be offensive to somebody else's experience, but I'm not speaking for anybody else but myself. And I know there's other creatives out there mm. that really, really, really struggle with the industry expectations and standards and what the titles were supposed to be is. I am really, really tired of everybody talking about being a six figure photographer. Nope. That's not why you sign up to be a photographer. That is not why you're here. That's not why you, sh- you document people's sacred moments, their intimate settings. Um, it is not to be, the biggest speaker at a conference. That's a social thing. That's not about your career. That's another gold star. That's another self congratulatory. Like in my, it's a circle jerk. Mm-hmm. A lot of the industry is a circle jerk in my opinion. And um, <laughs> for me, I'm just tired of it. Yeah. And so um, farm is one of the only workshops I really, really love and support. And I, I've slept in Lisa's kids playroom. You know, I've crashed in their their house to come speak at her first thing. It's like, yeah. I, I'm i really about personal relationships, building dynamics. And I have a really hard time, like, with things like podcasts and things, because I feel like we're supposed to get on and we're supposed to be something. And we're mm. supposed to inspire, improve, where I'm like, what if I just told you the truth? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. As I, simple as that. What if I told you the truth? And what yeah. if I said, I'm really, really interested and seeing the world through your eyes, your perspective, sure, pun intended. But honestly, that is why I do what I do is because I feel like I have a unique perspective to offer the world. And it's my way of communicating that there's a lot of beauty, even in all the shit. So mm. there you go. I don't know. That's my rant, my ramble. I feel a little better now that I don't feel like I have to be all. You, this like, is me. You, you yeah. definitely, you don't, you don't need to hold anything back. And to be honest, we feel very similarly. Um, okay, because I know it's a controversial. I get a lot of kickback sometimes for some of my my ideas, and I don't speak them as often. And not yeah. not like mean kickback, but it's like I think I've been in it long enough, and I've I've seen enough of the cycle. I've seen the rotations of the rock stars. I've seen like, and so for me, it's just, I'm going, okay, I love our community. I love Mm -hmm. my people. My best friends are creatives. Like, it's not that I'm like, oh, oh, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, it's, it becomes when it's not about art anymore. And it's all about 
being a six-figure badass with AI doing all of your in-between. It's like, well, do you know how to take a photo? And if you keep using AI to create your skies and your highlights and all your crap, I'm going to lose my mind because we're getting to a point where you're not even going to learn how to teach people how to do that in camera. And yet we are now just teaching people how to automate things. And don't even get me started. Yeah. I mean, at least you guys have that choice of automation. We don't. We're video people. We just have to struggle through. <laughs> um, I don't automate. I don't. I don't like AI personally. I think it's no. a fun creative tool. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's. I think it's a good business tool. But yeah. as far as the creativity aspect, I don't. I'm very hands on. Like I make mm. physical lists. I really struggle with my phone. Like I don't use my phone the way. A lot of people do with all their alarms. Like, it gives me anxiety. I don't have it on vibrate. Mm-hmm. I'm very much like, I take what I know I can deliver. I I take, you know, couples that I can invest my time in and really, really think about it and really be proud of the product and likes be damned. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about more, uh, well, less about other people. The industry. The industry. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry. I wanna- Did I do that thing? <laughs> <laughs> right, this is a like a two-hour conversation. Do not worry. This is long form. In fact, this is I when we started this podcast, I was going through and taking out all the ums and ahs, and I would spend so much time because of that, like chasing chasing the perfection and all that kind of stuff. And now, honestly, I just don't give a fuck. If people listen to this and they get value from it, hell yes, I'm going in the right direction. But I. And and I do feel like we give value, but if people don't understand that, then they don't have to watch, you know. No, so. yeah, no, I, yeah, I I love content. I love education. I teach. I have like a PDF thing. I'm just. I feel like now to be a successful photographer, you have to somehow be an educator. And yes. I don't think that there's enough people out there that have anything really new to say. And it's becoming something where it's a funnel for money and marketing and it's becoming not art anymore. And it's yeah not as enjoyable. Yeah, I mean I, I and I completely I completely understand that. I I think you might be right on the on, on the terms of like not being able to teach that well. So much so that when people do a talk, half of it's just an about an about me section and you're just mm-hmm. watching the stuff that's on their website and it's just a little bit lazy mm-hmm. um i don't so, think it's lazy as much as that's also you have to keep in mind too the standard that's been set by the industry we've that, had yeah. these people that are that kind of get this like clout and this attention and that becomes like people then reach the standard where they got the same gold stars if you will and mm. they're like wait 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 where's all my because it's not there it's not real <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah yeah um, but anyway let's move away from the industry uh i want to know more about your 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 style and how it's evolved in the 18 years that you've been doing it because i i love your work Oh, thank but you. I, but I, but I haven't. I, I'm not gonna lie. I've only looked at your kind of most recent stuff. Oh, okay. I had I had actually never. I I, I, I never knew who you were. And f- you're absolutely <laughs> right. I do. I do remember your name coming up from other weddings and Tom and. Um, but your past work, it was so na- It's so nice to discover new people that you love the work of, and so mm-hmm. you're you're one of those people to me. So, tell me about your style and how it's evolved. 
Um, my style, gosh, that's just another one of those questions where it's hard to, I I would, I'm very, I'm pensive. I'm very thoughtful with Mm -hmm. like my approach to things. My, my photos have a life expectancy to them. And I, Mm -hmm. and what I mean by that is it's not um, necessarily to be posted. They're supposed to be treasured and cherished and, I, I really, really try to keep there's a in a lot of my work and they're not things that I necessarily always show. There's a lot of secret meanings in them and they're not for us. They're for them. They're for the couple. There's their treasures, their trinkets, their stories. They told me their grandpa's blanket. And they're and I'm not going to write a blog post talking about why all these little things matter because it's not for anybody else. It's for the couple yeah. to have it. But I think if we start really honing in on on documenting people as they are instead of trying to make them into magazines we'll be Mm. we'll be able to create really great things and that was my big shift i started and it was definitely more look at me 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 and then i i got to the point where i felt a little bit more um i felt there were a lot of things not being seen and Mm. not being celebrated and I wanted to shine a light on those things. And they are not your glamorous, necessarily always your most fancy moments. And so mm-hmm. um, I took an approach of spilled milk is kind of how I started it years ago, calling it where it's just like, I'll document it all, even the spilled milk, okay. because um, that's life. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, life is gorgeous. It's messy. It's beauty- beautiful. It's complicated. It's chaos. It's it's painful and it's exhilarating and there's so much range to it. And I feel like we don't show any contrast. We always show this peak, but if we don't show the spilled milk, there's no build, there's no crescendo, there's no big moment, you know? And so those are the things I really am always thinking about. I'm very, you know, pensive with my, my work and my thought process and it's very personal and it's, I like having little treasures and secrets that are secrets between me and them, Yeah, you know, and that's what keeps my loyalty and my, my clients always coming back yeah. is they feel seen. Are these, are these little Easter eggs that absolutely no one could understand or? No, 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 no. It's not like that. It's like, okay, so there's a photo. I'm sure you've seen on my Instagram where I have like, some different light setups and instead of the girl um there's a swan shadow in the background so where her shadow would be i put the shadow of a swan so there's it's not always things like that and then even notice the other thing lit in that photo is a birdcage and so like it's not always it's not that it's always secretive but there's there's deliberate art things but there's usually a purpose between my like within my really weird bits that i throw in that's like why it's not for you. If you go, yeah. why that's for them. And so, yeah. 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 You m- mentioned putting stuff into images and, and hiding stuff. You are obviously into your arts and crafts. That's very clear from your Instagram. How, thank you. How does that interact with, or, or not interact, intersect with your photography? Oh, everything. And that's one thing I'm always telling people that I think is really, really, um, under undervalued is developing yourself 
<laughs> I mean, the more the more crafts I do, the more I, I'm very I cross stitch, I knit, I very hands on. I'd like to tinker, I like to move, I like to problem solve, puzzle, and that definitely pulls into to my photography. My photography is like you know puzzle pieces where I'm literally walking around gathering bits and pieces. I'm I'm crafting a scene, and. Same thing I'm doing at home. I'm crafting things. I have a box full of weird plastic bits and bobs and because I'm going to make something out of it. Do I know what it is yet? No. But that is a great way for me to practice my creative freedom in my brain. And I think it's a muscle. And like I was trying to say earlier, because like, of course, I did that classic thing where I got anxious and I'm like, make sure you don't forget to say these talking points. And so I got on and I was like, you know, make sure you say these talking points so you have something valid to add to the conversation. Otherwise, it's just the same thing. And so, um, yeah, I mean, if you're not if you're not training that muscle and taking it to the gym every day, then I'm sorry, you can't get thrown into a high stress situation and create magic. You know, like you can create something beautiful and good. Like my husband will say something like, you know, even on your worst day, you piss excellence. And I'm just kind of like, okay, but that's because I'm practicing my creative muscle. The only reason I can have the worst day, maybe something personal is happening in my life and maybe my shoot's not going to find is because all of the time leading up to that shoot is a couple weeks of me thinking about that couple or that family or that, that whatever my project is, I'm thinking about it. So it's not like I'm showing up and everything's going to fall apart. I've had all these, you know, things laid out in my brain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you ever, I mean, I know I said we'd move away from. I babble a lot. So. It's fine. So do That's I. Great. Yeah. If I, if I, could, okay. if I could ask a question in one sentence, I would be so much better at podcasting. I don't Instead, know how, I guys. I don't know how. <laughs> it's fine. It's and then fine. I get nervous and I'm like, words, words are coming out. <laughs> what are they saying? I don't know. So going back to the industry, because I, I, I do. Oh, okay. I do. I do want to. Th- I do want to think about business. I love our industry. Part. I want to be clear. I love our industry. Okay. I really, yeah. really do. Well, the the part of the industry I wanted to tackle next would be the trends. Um, ah. do, you, do, do you look at the trends? Do you pay any attention to them? And of course so, I do. I'm not, okay. I'm not living under a rock. I mean, yeah. I think trends are, trends are always important. And I do think it's easy for, especially if we've been in a long time, to become jaded. You know, oh. like if you've been there in a the long time and not it, jaded about trends, about wedding locations or, you know, themes or things like that. Those things get jaded, but what never gets jaded is the love story. And so, you know. Do you ever, do you ever look at trends and try them out and then realize you're not really feeling it and you're, you're almost like a a stifling of your creativity? Like, do you ever feel like that? Yeah, I I have one common theme, and that is I refuse to force things, and that comes to everything that I do. Like, I, I will come prepared with ideas, and if things fall into place, that's fine, but I, I refuse to force things with trends, yeah. um, and my brides aren't the type that want that. Um, and it, not, in a, not in a mean way, it's just my brides aren't the type that, 
you know, have been looking at their their wedding magazines making vision boards for years. They're not. They're brides that were like, I don't know if I want to get married. Oh, shit, he's wonderful or she's wonderful. And like, those are my brides. It's like, oh, God damn it, I'm tricked and I'm in love. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, I love that. You know, like, they're, they're a little bit more, you know, I don't know how to explain it. it I yeah. have such a variety and I love them all. So, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. cool. Do you, on your website, you mentioned that you, that you feel like the meaning matters. What, what meaning do you drive from your, from your work? Um, you know, yeah, the meaning matters thing. And this is why I babble. This is why I'm a babbler is because my meanings matter. And a lot of times I don't feel like I am able to use words to, articulate it. And so that's where my photo and my crafts and my arts come into place. And I lose my words like I did, you know, with you guys multiple times already, but (laughs) my photo stays the same. It's, it said everything I wanted to say, and I can repeat what I meant. That intention remains the same. And so I have personal shoots from 10 years ago that mean just as much to me. I don't care about looks, editing style or any of that. It's just because that was my way of journaling, my work and a lot of my personal project projects are a, a way for me to process my own, mm. my own growth and my own issues. And so, and not in a way where, again, personal, these are not paying clients. When I yeah. do like the, the shoot with the bird or things like that, those are because I need to express something. Uh-huh. Um, and it's not to necessarily attract clients, but I realized that by expressing what I what I feel passionately attracts the right brides. And so uh, that's just what I'm going to do. I'm going to make pretty things and come check it out. And, you know, we'll go from there. But trends, as far as those things go, I don't have the attention span to keep up. This is like a lot of my stuff is just I like what I like. I'm a loyalist. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's make it real. and Let's kick ass. Hell yeah. There's a there's a section of the podcast later on where I have chosen some of my favorite images of yours. Um, okay. to, to get some of the backstory, it's called show and tell. But Ooh. I want to. You mentioned your personal projects compared to your paid projects. Like what? Yeah. Like when you're putting stuff out, little fly. When you're putting stuff out, how much of the stuff that you post online or on your website is personal compared to social media? And wait, no. How much is paid compared to personal projects on social media? Oh, gosh. Um, I would say it's more paid than not. Um, So, like, I'm working on another lighting guide. And so anything that you've seen that was, um, let's see. I need to pull up my Instagram. I'm really bad with social media, guys. I don't, I'm not one of those super hip, cool people. Uh, I mean, I would disagree with you, but okay. (laughs) Well, I'm not. I promise. I'm really not. I'm a grandma, guys. I'm like a crone in the making. I'm half hag already. Let's go. You know, like I'm I'm an old lady. Just let me craft and knit and take your picture. Um, so we were looking. You wanted to show something online. I would say most of it is my work. I I mean, Give me an example. You're going to have to give me examples because okay. I don't I don't contact models. I contact people that I I've known or have relationship with. I don't set up strangers. They're they're true stories. So it's yeah. friends of mine that have been like, I really love watching the progress you've done. I'd love to honor that and to do a project with it. All right. 
Yeah. Well, we'll say that for a little bit later in the podcast. Cause yeah. Oh God. Okay. I, I, I love. Did I, did I take you off track again? Did we go nope. on an adventure? Are we I all love fun Scottish walks? I, love- I do too. Where are we going? What are we doing? I don't no, know what I'm no saying, but I'm here. Back to the future. That's so we're you're obviously, with your arts and crafts, you're always tinkering. You're adding yeah. to your photography skills. There's a mm-hmm. sort of never ending sort of craving for growth. So what are you yes. working on to try and master right now? What's the newest skill you're sort of developing <clears throat> within yourself? Um, I am working on my light painting. I definitely want to be able to manipulate and control light and in a way that's very unique. And, and I don't know if you guys know of Paulo Reverse. Do you know him at all? He does a lot of uh, fashion photography. Paulo, I'm probably saying it wrong, by the way. Reversi, R-O-S-S-I, maybe. He's he's amazing. He he does a lot of fashion work, but like I mm. I came across his work a while ago, like a few years ago, and and it was just a clip of him just showing a flashlight, like spotlighting somebody with a flashlight against a wall in a pitch black room, and I was like, that's fucking it. That's it. That's it. Because for me, there's so much where I'm always trying to prove that it's about feeling. And what I love about my light painting is I have to bring my feeling or it's nothing. You know what I mean? Like if I don't bring it in, if I'm not, you know, manipulating, harnessing it, holding it, you know, it's just, it's fun when you realize that you can have that type of impact on, on an image. So I'm really working on that. My garage is a janky old little studio right now for me to work with. Um, doing, trying to do a self portrait with it, but gosh, that's hard. That's too many, too many wheels, too many wheels in the, (laughs) in the house. But, um, I'm working on that just because I, I really want to be able to have a client tell me a story and be able to really throw out just my bag of tricks that I've gathered from crafting and all the skills I've learned over the years through all of my, my different experiences. So Mm. I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. How do you. Since you're not very good at social media and all that kind of yes. stuff, how how are you working? I'm sorry. I wish I was better. So <laughs> you don't need to apologize. Absolutely fine. How how are you marketing yourself to the clients that you want to guess, bond with in terms of weddings, particularly in, 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 in terms, terms of, of weddings, weddings? Yeah. Um. I. I think that goes a lot with my behind the scenes work. Again, like um a. I believe that by me holding their hand in a way different than a lot of other vendors are going to do it. Like I have fiercely loyal clients. I have clients that make sure that they're like, if you don't hire, like it's, it's debates. It's like, are you sure you're going to regret? Like I have that type of defense for my work and my art. And like, I, I shoot my brides and then I shoot their births, like of their first children. Like I'm invited in. And so when you have that, you don't have to do as much of of the, I mean, for me, I don't like it. A lot of people like social media. For me, I don't love it. And so I don't think it's fair that there's the standard where you have to do this thing you don't like. And I'm like, no, if it's not catered around me and my style of doing it, I'm like, I will get out there. I'm not like, and I love sharing and learning and doing creative things, but I'm not going to put it on a platform in that way. So, yeah. Okay. Have you? The I mean, the big thing right now is like TikTok. I was gonna say right now. But I love it's TikTok. A, it's been a thing for a I while. I love it. Are you right? Okay. Are you the type of person who 
delves into it and just like gets lost for a couple of hours watching random cat videos or hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah. yeah i mean i love i don't i've never had a cat but um my, i have i've had two half a cats because my neighbor cats both love me and so it's like i i learn things off of tiktok like i'm going like to like cat expert behavioralist and i'm like i wonder what this means and it's like that is tiktok for me it's like my random weirdo like it's what every kid wanted as a child it's our it's our like our, our world's record book. You know what I mean? Like, it's all of our weird stuff. Does that make sense? <laughs> yes. Does yes, very much so. Sense <laughs> I, I like it because it's not, it's not trying to be anything and there's so many corners of it that there's somebody, there's something for everybody. And yeah. me, it's like, I'm not, I'm not pulling as much of my photography work into my way of showing TikTok because, um, I don't think that really works for me as well. And what I'm wanting to do is really pull in people with, with passion projects. That's kind yeah. of my goal. And whether that's couples or whatever it is, I just need, I need that back and forth. I mm. need that, that breath of life. I don't want to just provide, I want there to be that give and take. And so, um, so I don't suffocate. That's what I do. I go on TikTok and I, and I find random fun people. And then I'm hoping that, they like the fact that I make pickled watermelon and they're like, who's this bitch? And then they see that I'm a good photographer and then they're like, oh, hell yeah. And then I'm like, oh, you want some pickled watermelon? I'll bring it to our engagement session. What up? And then, you know, or I'm making candles and it's like, oh, I love those. I'm like, I'll make you one. It's those types of things as dumb as it is that really help. Like, I'm like, you're mine, dibs. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's not that you got a real good bond with your clients, or yeah, or, I do. I really, I really like my clients. Yeah, yeah, I like that too. Uh, on your website, you do mention that you've got a really, in a, 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 you have a really inappropriate sense of humor. D does that mm. does that come out in your work or always? Yeah. Oh, dude, always. I, I, I sneak so many things in there that are just like for me and the couple to giggle about. Like, I mean, it's just because what? what's the point? Like, the point's to have those absurd moments and those giggles and those memories and those moments. Like, that's what makes the photo funny. That's what makes it the one that they post because, and their 10 year wedding anniversary, she'll be like, remember what I whispered in your ear for that? I'll be like, oh yeah, I remember too. You know what I mean? Like, it's that type of thing. And so, I mean, that's what makes it fun. That's what gives it life in a shell and protects that memory is mm. what you bring around it. Yeah. yeah. I don't talk, know. Talk to us a bit about like the creative process and the lead up to a wedding then. How, how are you developing those connections with your couple? Like what practical things are you doing? very very observant and I think that's something that a lot of people will say that they're you know they're watchers and they're observant but it's it's very analytical like I'm looking for key themes key repetitive things that they post in their in their feed in their story when I'm like when I do follow them because I'm like you I, I stalk all my couples I like to know them and it's a really great way that they show you bits of themselves without them having to overthink like this is being projected and, and I don't want my photographer. Like, it's just them. Mm -hmm. And so um, going up to it, I... I mean, this is me. This is my personality. If I talk to him, I'm just like, hey, I got you. I got your back. I'm your bridal Xanax. You're going to look hot. 
You're going to be in love. We are going to freaking just, ooh, girl, you a bad bitch today. You know, like, we do it. We hype, you know? Hell yeah. But <laughs> leading up to it, I have a questionnaire. It's not really about that. It's For me, it's the phone call or the talk or the the conversation. And it's usually I ask each other, like, I'll ask the couples. I'll be like, you know, like, I'll do the classic, what's your favorite thing about about the other person, but I don't make it obvious where it's something cliche. And I make sure that I take a photo deliberately. Like she's like, I actually love his ears. You know what I mean? And so it's like as dumb as that is, but that is again, another way I'm building that bond. That's not about the projection aspect. It's an internal bond, mm -hmm. um, that bond with my client about us having a secret little internal world that made their wedding, not a production that was special. That's a story. Yeah. So that's my creative process is the secrets. And not secrets as in keeping it from anybody, but just like have have a secret club with your client. You know what I mean? Like have little things have like we have code signals. I have like hand signals for it's like she's like, I cannot talk to this uncle, whoever one more time. And I'm like, oh, girl, the light's perfect. Come over here. Let's go. You know what I mean? And so like it's it's being their their sidekick, their their person because it's chaos. So. Yeah, I love that. I want to know. I mean, we don't ask. Do we ask everyone this? I, I don't feel like we do, but I, I always like ask to me ask. different questions. I like I, different questions. I want to know. I I always like to know where people started. Like, what? Do you remember okay. your first wedding? Like, I know, yeah, I, know I do. Many many people have a similar story. And I'm yeah. just waiting for the story, which is a little bit different. <laughs> so I maybe I do keep on that. I know. And that's, I think like, we kind of talked about that for a minute at the beginning because I was yeah. like, I was trying to be like, how can I say something that's not the same that we've heard? Obviously, we, yeah. you guys do this. You guys talk with photographers all the time. We all have a very similar story. Obviously, we're of the same vein. We oh. see things differently. And so yeah. there is, you know, we're all in the same chapter, <laughs> you know, or the <laughs> same genre. And so there, there doesn't have to be necessarily this like, light bolt moment for me to do it. I I grew up in a very religious household, which is wonderful and fine. Um, okay. I was never, I've always been curious and inquisitive and, and why? Like I've always questioned so many things and the why is everything to me that comes back to my meanings and things. Mm -hmm. um, the why is... What did you ask me? I was about to go on a whole other tangent, but I want to make sure I got your first wedding. But if you want, you go oh, my wherever, first wedding. wherever your oh, take you. You you don't know where you want. I don't know. You don't know if you want to go down into those voids. Um, we'll never know see. if you don't go there. Take us. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I just <laughs> I'm nervous babbler. Lisa knows this about me. She'll be like, "Oh, this is classic bro." She's like, "What? What? Where is she at?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Let's go." gonna be pretty um my first wedding it was actually um yeah it was just a local wedding I grew up around an LDS culture so I got to do a Mormon wedding which very much hindered my ability to once you get in that market because I was never shooting ceremonies and so yeah. I was kind of a for the first four to five years a stunted wedding photographer because I wasn't actually shooting weddings you know and so there was like I'm serious. It was yeah. it was kind of like a shock when I was just like, I had to do something very, <clears throat> very bold to separate myself from getting those clients in that community. Because when you're raised in that, your family's that, all of your connections are in a very similar 
type of community, which is beautiful and fine. But if you can't shine or express like your talents within it, it's kind of stifling. Right. And so I did something that was there, you know, typically religious weddings, more modest, more controlled. Like I, I took a couple and threw them in a bathtub. They smoked a cigarette in a bathtub. Like I wanted to scare the pants off of every, every religious member in my community to be like, no, she's evil. (laughs) I'm just like, yep, you don't want me. You don't want me, (laughs) you know? And it's not because I didn't want to necessarily do it or I didn't need the money. Like I definitely, I I will do things and I will care about anything I do. Like I will shoot my like niece's weddings, you know, and I love it. It's my family, but I can't pretend to want to be in that, that cycle and that being my, my people. So I literally went and I'm like, all right, grandma, you better sit down because we're going to switch some things up. And it's going to be different. And <laughs> yay! <laughs> yeah. The question. Well, did you get many referrals from that wedding? I'm. I'm. In, I'm very intrigued. Um, or did you just got, shock everyone to death? Uh, I shocked everybody to death, and then Rock and Roll Bride messaged me the very next day and put it on our website, and it went viral. So I don't know. I think it worked. Worked out nice. for me. Nice. No, nice. it definitely it definitely shocks some people, and it it's mm-hmm. hard because I'm not trying to be necessarily controversial. I'm just trying to get my point across and my boundaries made of what I actually yeah. want to be doing, and that's not to be disrespectful. I yeah. love I love if people are content and they found ritual or practices or any type of relief or comfort that helps them live a more fulfilling existence. I don't give a shit what it is. So, yeah. What are yeah. If you don't mind me asking, what are your beliefs and do they, do they creep into your work as well? My beliefs is, I mean, it does creep into my work a lot. I'm sure you've noticed. I, I mean, if you're not that familiar with your work, my work, you might not have. There's, there tends to be a tone of a little bit of sacrilegiousness. Um, and it's not to be, well, I guess it kind of is a dick move. I don't know. Hold on. Let me process this real quick. Am I being an asshole? Nope, I'm not. Okay. Ah, the question we should all ask ourselves. <laughs> um, I think it's for me, it's like I kind of brought it before. It is really hard for me to necessarily just go and give like short blurbs about things because everything's very layered and has a lot of meanings for me. And yeah. I don't always think that putting things out, you know, who knows that could hear, could be hurtful. But for me, some of my sacrilegious, like I have a lot of signature poses of a lot of like very prayer hands. And it's, it's because I grew up personally feeling very stifled Mm -hmm. and, um, I, you, you already had something planned for you. You already had your life like A, B, C, and D. Like there was no adventure. There was no discovering. There's no development. There's no growth. I need to breathe. I need to expand. And I need to know for myself. And I think that plays into my photography as well. My kind of aversion to organized religion or any type of thing that is telling you that this is a method that if done this way, you will be. I don't believe in that. I think that's a method of control. So anyways, what real? Oh, do we? Okay. What's next? Politics? Um, Actually, no. well, we're going to go from a, from a very deep topic to me shilling myself and my wares across the internet. For sell, people. sell, sell. I'm whoring myself out. Oh, yeah, whore it up. Whore it up. Take it off. If you Take like this conversation, you can join us on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash, at forward slash perspective at cinematic films. 
No, my God, it's forward slash at perspective by Cinemate. And have you bought your tickets to Thrive? <sighs> Get on there and do that. What was that? Lisa? Um, Thrive, <laughs> guys. Bye. We really should talk about that for a second with the deep because I will be bringing some of my sacrilegiousness to the deep. A Thrive. Great, great. Um, we're going to be talking about that later. Sorry, am I taking over your schedule? I've got. Gosh, I'm the worst. Here. I'm the worst ever. I'm sorry. You're not. I'm like, no. what else? Tell me about will, your trauma. I, uh, well, I have, hang on, I have plenty of trauma. However, I just want to say I'm slurring my words all over the bloody place today. This is our second podcast of the day. That's oh. that, and that, that and is sloppy why seconds. I have. Did you do beers for that one and coffee how, for me? Well, how dare you. you? We did a whole stack how of coke. You? It was great. <laughs> how dare you? No, it's, I'm just, I've had too much coffee and I'm slurring all over my, all over my That's coffee. okay. I got on and I rambled about, I don't even know the words that came out of my mouth, but I know they, they, yes. the word, yeah. I'll be listening for the first time when I listen back. Let's just yeah, that. Exactly. <laughs> People don't want to listen to us. They want to listen to you. So the more you're talking, the less okay. I'm talking, right, well, the I'm, better for the podcast. Yeah. I don't, I, I'm, one thing I want to be clear on is I don't want to come across as, um, negative necessarily about a lot of things that work for a lot of people because it's not i the only yeah. reason i like to bring it up is because i feel like that is the mainstream narrative mm -hmm. and i feel like there's a lot there's a lot of people i meet that are a lot like me and so i just want to make sure that i find a way to sneak in like high five you're still doing okay you don't have to necessarily do it this way and so when i talk about those things it's not to yuck anybody's yum i'm not here to yuck your yum like a lot of my <clears throat> my photographer friends are badass educators and they're really great and their their brains work like that me i went to brunch instead of math class in high school i had a kid at 17 i obviously don't love being told who where when why what to learn but if yeah. you tell me, you give me a subject, I will dive so deep down it. I will know the most random, weird, fun facts. Like, I give myself my own curriculum. And that's what makes my photography different. And so I'm here to encourage everybody else. Like, let's get weird. Let's find some little passion projects. Let's bring that into our work. And let's quit making sure that we, we let our peers set our standards of success and we set our own. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Fuck the industry. <laughs> fuck it. No, I love that. That's just it. I love the industry, but I do. I feel, I feel, I feel Mainstream left out media. sometimes. <laughs> like personally, I feel left out in, in a lot of ways. And that's not like it a poor me. And it's not that I want that. I'm not an influencer type of person per se. I'm much more like if you can get on and be nice and we can laugh and we can say dirty jokes. And if something slips, we can have a conversation and it not be like end of the world. Like, mm you're canceled bullshit, then yeah, let's be best friends. This is great. <laughs> you know, awesome. but, um, yeah. yeah. Well, the, the one question I want to know is you have made clients <laughs> candles before. How many of those candles have you made into the shape of like a penis? I actually ordered a penis mold guys. I fucking <laughs> knew you were going to do something like that. I knew it. I could just sense it. Where <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you some of my candles I've made. Yes. Are, are we going to have to censor this video? Like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> we don't censor it's, It was. It's the inspiration. It's where it began because I have. I have a lot of um, wonderful, you know, queer friend community people, mm -hmm. and so I thought it would be really funny for a birthday candle if I made a giant 
one for my friend's birthday candle on top of his cake. But it started with when I made these cute little mini mushrooms, I found these little molds off Etsy's (laughs) and, and I'm just like, come on. And then I was like, it kind of looks like a penis if it came out wrong. And so then I'm like, send it to my friend. I was like, Hey, I'm going to make you some birthday candles. And then I got online and Etsy. I was like, Oh, they do not disappoint. There is a corner of the internet for that. So yeah. Uh, there's wow. a corner of the internet for everything. Joy Literally for me. jokes. For jokes. I'm here for a giggle. I'm here for a laugh. I have a crude sense of humor. And I think most of us do. And you're lying if it's not funny. Oh, absolutely. So. Yeah. Absolutely. I want to know, going yeah. back to your work, less penis candles, more... Sorry. <laughs> don't apologize. More about your influences where are you i mean you almost touched upon um you know some of the poses you know very um prayer like and and stuff but where where do you get your inspiration for some of your ideas that you have for images and do you take those ideas to recreate weddings or are they for your more personal projects that you kind of go a little bit off piece off script on? Um, I definitely pull what I can into weddings. I will go as big and weird as I feel like the bride will allow and be happy with. Uh, Like I said, I've slowly been scaring the crap out of more (laughs) traditional people for a while, very intentionally. Um, One of the hardest things, I I definitely have a hard time a lot of times with getting those types of questions about being creative, because if we're actually honest, it's everything we've ever heard, felt, seen, spoken. Like, I I think if we quit, and I don't mean quit, I want to use different language, more of Care Bear language instead of negative. If we focus more on... um, I just think if we focus on our why, which everybody's why is different. And I just, I think, how do I word this? Give me one second. Say something wonderful. Say something wonderful. What's your favorite dirty joke? Oh, God. (laughs) I don't know. But I can't re- I can't I can't re- reach into a, a fridge with a whole uncut cucumber and not think that that thing is phallic. I mean it's- everything is. Give me a break. And that okay. Thank you for now. Where were we? We we were talking about something else. I I told you my this is my brain. This is my brain on morning and coffee. Like there's no drugs involved here. This is just it. We were talking about so, the whys, and you were earlier oh, yeah. almost went down a rabbit hole. You nearly went yes. there. What is your deep why for doing wedding photography? Um, I feel like I have a unique perspective and way of seeing the world. And I feel like it is a gift I can share to help inspire and encapsulate and make sure that people are aware of the moments that they need to be treasuring that are their simple gifts every single day that don't get any attention. I love that. I don't know, because that just, bleh. I don't have this shit scripted. <laughs> but, like, you know, it's true, though, because I guess, it, hold on. Where's she going? Into the unknown. 
I have Care Bear stickers. Oh, yeah. Okay, so it's like it's like a joke thing I have with a lot of my clients where they'll they'll start um they'll start like listing everything that's gonna go wrong or things they're nervous about, and I'm just like, what do we do? We care bear it. Because it doesn't matter what goes wrong, if we care bear it, it's an opportunity for another creative moment. And if we we keep it positive and open and we we don't let we don't become defeatist. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. Yeah. It does. And probably an important message in today's world where you can That's very that's easily, why I do it. Yeah. I love it. And I think that's it is I I get a lot of I've never worked a traditional job. I've you know, like I I again, keep in mind I had two kids by the time I was 20. Um, and then I did the single mom thing and now I have a wonderful husband who's helping me, which is great because I'm finally able to give that extra time into creating it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like I was, I was capable. I was doing it, but like, I am ready. Like I'm at a place where I'm finally able to nourish that part of myself without a lot of the, the fears and the pressures that a lot of us have, especially at the beginning when we're developing our career. And so I don't think there's anything wrong necessarily with the hustle and you should always be trying to bring the creative, but make sure your goal isn't about being the biggest, baddest and doing this. Make sure your goal is like, I finally was able to say what I wanted to say in a photo. That's mm. it. That's your goal. End of story. And it doesn't matter because I've had some of my most proud moments of my work get zero like no attention at all and it doesn't matter because every time i look at that photo i'm just like you fucking crushed it and i'm like yeah yeah yep and i'm just like self high five next moving on scene building the next scene because it doesn't matter because my body of work is something i want to go back to and if your body of work isn't something that you can go revisit that you couldn't make a coffee table book out of your treasured moments that aren't interesting enough that you want to go back and see them, then you aren't shooting properly. You're not shooting for impact. You're shooting for a business, which is great, which is a, a productive way of shooting is bam, 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 bam. But you're not feeding your soul. You're not feeding your creativity and you're not, you're not enlightening your clients to a beautiful version of their world that only you could see. Yeah. Sorry, too much? No, not at all. I'm just thinking, I mean, there's so many people who love, like like you said, the, the it's, just, it's about the six figure and the hustle and people just love that business life and chasing and it. And I, that's just it, is I'm not yeah. against the business life. I have friends that like, I mean, look at Lisa. Lisa's a creative genius and she's a business baddie. So it's like, yeah, she can yeah. do both. There, there are, that's not my strength. I don't want to pretend to do that. I will do badly at pretending to do that. Like, <laughs> yeah. let me be me, which is mm. you will feel loved. You will feel seen. You will feel cared for. You will feel like, you know, you will feel like I give a shit, which mm. is the biggest thing for me. It's like people are like you still get nervous. And I'm like, yeah, because I care. Like yeah. I get nervous yeah. because I've thought about this for weeks. I've thought about this for weeks. I, I draw out little scenes like I'm not like I paint and I draw and I do those things I'm not necessarily good at it mm. but it's not for anybody it's for me it's for my development it's for my brain it's like people think they have to do something at mastery level or I'm like I don't know like I I didn't get a high school diploma so I have a lot of insecurity sometimes about the way that I teach things and it's not that I didn't 
finish the work. It's just I had a baby and I decided to buy a crib instead of pay $300 for a piece of paper I wasn't going to use. And, you know, it's like it's not like I skipped school to the fact of like I wasn't educated. I was. I just like this is fucking stupid. And why am I giving money to a government when I have a newborn baby? I'm getting married at 17 and I don't have a crib. So, okay, let's do this. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah. um, and so I do have a lot of insecurities based around that. And I, I'm realizing now that a lot of like where I started and those shifts I slowly made, I like looking back at my journey and my progress and seeing where I was like, oh, that's where you tripped and fell on your face. But look at what you did after that. You learned that. Yeah. Like I'm very reflective I'm very thoughtful, and I think we should all hone into that instead of looking outwardly, always looking outwardly to find another tool to solve our problem. Yeah, we can solve yeah. it. It's I right think here. A lot, of, a lot of new photographers are looking for that quick growth. Yeah. They're like, "How do I become top of the industry now?" Whereas they need but to that, trip and fall. We to set it up for that. Improve. We set yeah. them yeah. up. Yeah. We set them up for that to be the standard because we're all out here peacocking. Let's be honest. And it's not a bad thing. I have my peacock moments where, and I love the community. I love being bad, but there's a diluted aspect to being successful in this industry. And sometimes it just makes me laugh because I'm going, you don't do anything else but that hustle. There's no substance. There's no life force. There's no rooting. There's, you are going to look back and you're going to see a job. I'm going to look back and see experiences. I like with farm, which I'm very excited about going and doing, by the way, I'm so excited to be going back because that was my first experience of teaching in a way that felt more like me, which is it doesn't have to be big American production. You know what I mean? Like, not that it wasn't a production, but it's like, there's something so like, oh, well, what song are you going to be coming out to? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like I, I just, I just knew I could come and just babble and talk and it would be by a fire with a blanket and with people that were like-minded, you know? Yeah. And so I've always, I've always loved farm for that. But it's like, that's where I tested my husband out for his trial run. Like if I could be with him forever, we tested each other going to London together. He was my assistant for the okay. first farm I went to and we were together and I was like, Okay, we all know the rule. If you can date somebody and travel with them for like a week and a half in a high stress situation in another country and not hate each other, that was just, I was like, either we're wasting our time or this is it. And sure enough, we had the best trip on the planet. And it wasn't until on the way home when I was really tired that I snapped at him. He's like, whoa. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm tired. He's like, you made it a whole week and a half. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) but I'm saying like farm has been like integral for that. So it's like, and then what happened? We went to farm. We went to Paris. Lisa saw my ring before I did. You know what I mean? So it's like, Aww. it's just, we have lots of life. And like Neil Tom Dog has some of my, <clears throat> he has my favorite concert moment ever. Like, it's about people for me. And so it's like a lot of people will be like, I went to this photography conference and it was this and I got this and I met this person and this person wants to be, I can do this promo code. And I'm like, I met this guy. We watched YouTube videos. He's, it's my favorite band. It's one of his favorite bands. And do you guys know who, you guys know who Frightened Rabbit is, obviously. Oh, yes. Frightened Rabbit? Yes. We, yeah. well, I was, so since you love Frightened Rabbit, I will let you know that I grew up in the same town as Frightened Rabbit, just a couple of years behind them in, in mm. their high school. And I used to go to parties and in, in the back room before they were like a proper band, you'd have Scott Hutchison playing his guitar no i wish i wish i wish i'd pay more attention i just wanted to smoke cigarettes and get drunk (laughs) but like honestly i just i just think i think back to those old days i'm like oh man i wish i was paying more attention to 
other things, yeah. not myself, but yeah. Part of my um, graduation project, I filmed him live as well, mm-hmm. like for a Stop. concert video that I was doing. Yeah. I actually like I couldn't listen after, you know, he he did the most poetic I mean he wrote a song about <laughs> what what more can you say? Yeah. Um yeah. about the way that went. But um I couldn't listen to his music for a while because it just bought like he's one of my ultimate. So I went to farm and like this is how I view the world. This is how I navigate my choices and why I do things. I laid on a floor next to Neil. We had gins and beers or whatever the hell he was drinking. And we just watched YouTube videos of him and bonded over our love and our knowledge. And we talked about it and we talked about our band and I we talked about our favorite lyrics and our whys. Again, the mm. whys are so important to me. Um, but we the next time we went out to Scotland, he somehow caught wind that there was going to be an, a private little concert. And I got to be that close. With yeah. him singing a cappella in Scotland, in the rain, we're drunk wandering streets, getting chips and cheese from the shop. Like, we're doing it all. And I just looked around and I said, without photography, without our community, without our intuition of finding a meeting and bonding, this moment would not exist. We can create our own magic, but we also create our own cages. And so that's what I'm going to say about the industry and about all of the things that we're trying to say that you have to do this. You have No, you don't. You don't have to do anything. You don't want to do. I want you to run your business in a way that you thrive and that you show your essence and your art in its best way. And that it's not structured under one method. So it's okay if you want to go find the way. Go fuck around and find out. Let's be let's be creators. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And uh, man, I get sad every time I think about Frightened Rabbit. God damn it! I'm yep. sorry. No, like the, it's, I it's literally fine, but, burst into tears. Like I uh, cried in the back. That yeah. that man was. Um, he's a genius, yeah. and he has one of the softest, kindest, most <sighs> tender souls. And his lyrics, man, those lyrics. His lyrics are in my work a lot. You might. I don't know if you'll ever see it, but you might see some weird shit sometimes that a lyric pops up. So it's like, those are the things that make it into my work. Those are my secrets. And like I see, I get too passionate about things and I get very vulnerable and I don't like exposing myself that way. And a lot of people are like, oh, that's that's what's special about you. And I'm like, it's not as special when it gets, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I want, I want connection. I don't yeah. want I don't want projection. I want connection and I connect with my clients and I I I love my people and I love my stories and I like bringing light to theirs. So Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you Scott for your musical talents and giving us some amazing Oh, art. Scott. Oh god. Yeah. Um, favorite it, song. Tell me about that. Tell me your favorite song. Do you have his art book? I told my husband yeah. that uh, I don't I, have I, it yet. I, I told I him for his, Christmas I, I better poetry. get it. I have his poem book. I've, ac- I've actually got a few of his sort of sketches and stuff that he sold on the Stop, website. Stop, you do? And when they were putting the book together for the artwork, they were like, oh, if MD's got anything, send them in. So there's like a, a mention of my name in the book. And I'm like, oh, wow. Oh, oh my God, are you serious? So, See, yeah. I'm not kidding, but that makes me feel special with you guys, as dumb as yeah. that sounds. But I'm instantly going, I'm like, I have a way when I see them that I could put on a little song or I could drop a little lyric or, you know, I could just say, say a few key phrases that are signatures. When I say certain things, you know that there's a Scott fan because of, it's just like, I don't know. You use lyrics. 
he uses the way he uses animals and he brings in like kind of familiars to like, you know, like, I don't know. He's just a genius. I love him so much. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's, let's, let's move away. Sorry. Sorry. I'll, I'll get, I'll get sad. Hey, I'm Ashley from With Jack. I'm one of the sponsors of the Perspective podcast. With Jack helps to keep photographers in business by supporting them financially and legally if they have problems with a client or they make a mistake in their work. We've all had that fear of our CF card or our hard drive failing and losing important photos. You can find out more at withjack.co.uk. Head over there and find out how we can help you be a confident creative. Yeah, I, I I do notice in the background there there is a guitar and maybe a drum. Is that a drum? What's that round thing? I don't know. Are you are you uh, an, are you a, a musician? My husband is. He plays the guitar. Um, I grew up singing and playing piano and doing all those things. And <clears throat> I I love music. I would definitely be more of a lyricist. Okay. Okay. So. Uh, I I mean that. I'm assuming that's why you connect so well with Frank Rabbit stuff because their lyrics are. Oh yeah. yeah. Sorry, I'm gonna move no, on. No, music is key for me. Uh, hey, sorry. About, go, go. Let's talk about something. Or crap. we can just cry. What, Do you want to cry together? What's in your camera bag? There. That's the crappest. <laughs> that's the crappest follow up. Let's take it right down to. Yeah, shit. I was gonna say. I'm like, wow, we went from real good quality content <laughs> to the same. I'm, yeah, I'm getting emotional. Um, I I really don't. I'm Lottie. Sorry, my neighbor's cat's like. Every time I get excited, she's like, "You, what is happening? You're evil. You're not, you're evil. You. Sorry. <laughs> Lottie. Okay, sorry. Um, camera bag. I, I'm not a gear slut when it comes to a lot of things. I love gear. I like good gear. I don't think my gear necessarily makes my photo the big difference. That's not how, you know, whatever. Yeah. I love my 35, my 24. Um... I wear my my gear to the ground. Like I I take care of it. Like I don't see the point in investing all of your income to always just having new gear. I don't want a car payment of gear. That's what it kind of feels like when we keep always getting the new thing where I'm like, it's like the iPhone. We have everything in our life has to be upgraded every year and a half that then there's a budget for. I'm like, no. We have a good gear. Let's use yeah. it. Let's, you know. So I, I'm Nikon girl. Um, 24, 35. I'm pro photo. I love my flash. Um, so you know, definitely use some flashes. What else do I have? I mean, ask me questions. I don't. I'm not very good with the. Okay, ask you guys. The scripted what, list. Um, hmm. Do you have anything up your sleeve in your camera bag that isn't like lenses and camera gear? For example, I love just yeah. keeping keeping a prism on me, and I'm always looking for oh, like always. dirty bits of glass to shoot through and stuff like that. Like, do you have anything like like that? Yeah, I'll show you. Yeah, let me grab a couple things. Oh, okay, cool. It's another another show and tell, but it's not them. <laughs> I like this. I like when people disappear and then come back with goodies. I, I didn't expect Care Bear so. stickers earlier. No, no. I, I mean, like, I can't. Gonna be? I kind of <laughs> want one. I can't. I kind of want one. I, I hope she brings them to farm. Um, what are you guys wanting? Oh no, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I said I want a Care Bear sticker. of a theme with me is I always joke I'm like I can care bear anything the most shit situation I can care bear it Amazing. and so when I saw these online 
for like a dollar fifty. I'm like, I need two rolls. Yes, and please. And now when I like see a friend and you know something's going on, I'm just like, do you want a Care Bear sticker? Just to remember to Care Bear your situation. So uh-huh. I'm just doing my good deeds. Oh, so is, is light this, lip. Oh my god, I was just about to get Greg to get me one of those after looking at your work. <laughs> nice. Um, Amazon. Literally, just go get rave gear, guys. Like, that's all you need is whatever people want to take to Burning Man, that's a new tool to play with. Okay. Um, flashlights. Flashlights. Okay, nice. Right. And now some of your some of your shapes in your work are really starting to click here with me, which is cool. All right. Good. And do you take yeah. them to weddings as well, or...? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah? Okay. Cool. I mean, um, you mean like flashlights to weddings? Oh, are you worried that like it doesn't look professional enough that I don't have the tripod? No, I'll be in Italy or some beautiful, (laughs) glorious place and being like, here, hold the Duracells. I don't care because it doesn't matter. It's light. And I'm saying it is a lot of times it's to be a hair light. And that's where I think a lot of wedding photographers miss out on one of the key things, especially with... I don't know. This is just going to be random gear talk. The flashlight to me really helps because um, you have dark hair, you have dark light, you have all these things. One thing that usually gets forgotten about, especially as on location, not as much studio necessarily experience is hair light. And something as simple as throwing a flashlight to catch the top of the back of their head and all of that darkness. So they're not a floating face Uh, makes all the difference. Yep. I love a I love a nice floating head. You got a dark background and they've got like a dark shirt on. You're like, you know, oh, but like fuck. even with the guys, sometimes the dudes they look really menacing without the light. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. And so it's like I I have a lot of really cheap, simple fixes, and I people are usually pretty disappointed or they think I'm lying. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, no, you know what I mean. I'm like, I don't I don't yeah. have a. I remember years ago. I don't know who the we- what the wedding was, but there okay. was a wedding where you were editing speeches. And the guy giving a speech literally was a floating head for all of his speech. And it was yeah. so frustrating to watch. It, it was. All it, I could think about was like Heaven's Gate. Like you picture like the cult leader, like <laughs> Heaven's Gate, like a floating head and all the black. You know, it just, I, I mean, it's fun. Yeah. But yeah, like, so it's really simple things. I bring a lot. It changes. I don't pack a bag the same. So if like I'm going to. Like it depends on the wedding. It depends on the couple. Are they more like edgy and like, are they my my concert couples or is it like my barefoot little hippie? I make my own teacher couples. That's a fairy and wants to like lay in a land of woodland creatures. Like my couples are different and I can definitely adapt. Yeah. But um, lots of things like that. So it's like you can do that. I have like those like what are they? I can't even say the word. I probably shouldn't even try because it is a photography podcast and I am a photographer. And if I can't say the word, I'm going to sound stupid and this is online forever. I'm just going to show you. Okay. Oh, and then we'll get to say it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, glockenspiel. That's a hard word. It's not going to be a glockenspiel. That's an instrument. No. Uh, What's that thing where you, a tube and you rotate it? A kaleidoscope. No. Is it? Oh, I love kaleidoscopes. Yeah. Yeah. They're cool. But that's kind of... I'm a child, guys. Like, everything (laughs) is play. Like, everything can be play. I think you're stupid if you don't. Yes. I mean... So this is... Oh, Go go ahead. Keep talking. Oh, I was going to say, you mentioned something earlier about the perception of professional. 
And I was yeah. like, oh, no, I'm not. I'm not into that at all. Yeah, I do not. And it's OK if someone I mean, there are people that need that. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I agree. I agree. It's just not for me. It's it's not. And yeah. It, the couples that are booking them are probably booking them for that as well. Yeah. But the couples that are booking you yeah. and booking us. Yeah. They're not booking us. The couples that are booking me, and I think that's the big difference, is a lot of comparison happens where we're trying to figure out our couple. And I realize I don't want, I don't want like, you know, your wedding block. Sorry, I'm trying to move my hair so it doesn't echo on the the thing for you. Um, I don't want my couples to. I don't like those people. <laughs> I love Can I be book. honest? Yes, please. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I want to shoot people that I want to be around, like that I want to be friends with, that I want to call and say, hey, you're being a real twat the other day and I love you for it. Like, I want that. That's the relationships I like and that's how I create. But if I have to show up and it's it's all about image based and stuff and things and i love treasures my house is full of fucking treasures i have knickknacks everywhere i i'm a grandma it's not against stuff it's about stuff without purpose or meaning the treasures the things i have in my home have purpose and meaning and i think a lot of times we we think that we have to do this because oh i'm gonna look professional if i do this or it's just I I love when Uncle Bob's come up to me at weddings and try to like gear talk with me. I'm like, oh yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> they talk down to me all the time, and I let them. Oh. I don't care at all because I know more than you, <laughs> and that's that's the important thing, and that's all that matters. Yeah. And my work's better. So if you feel good coming up to a girl and trying to make her feel small while she's shooting an entire wedding day, you know, enjoy yourself. You yeah. get your kicks. I get mine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned earlier, and I was trying to remember the name of it, but you called it a spilled milk kind of tactic mm-hmm. at weddings, right? Do you, do you do you still do that? Always. Okay. So Always. When you- um, I highlight the inconveniences, and my brides expect and love it because that's the reality of their day was those hiccups, and usually yeah. the best candidates and the best moments happen within them. Yes. Uh, I actually really love those moments. I'm, I'm starting to feel less weddingy and more like, or, or less... Who was it who we were speaking to? And they were like, ah, weddings are more than just happy emotions. Let's show the realness of an actual relationship. And oh, yeah. And yeah. I, I, I really love those moments almost more because people are trying to hide them. You know what I mean? So, but I also find it really hard to put them in video format. You know, because Ooh, I th- I think you can. I think I already get your vibe just from you talking and listening to a couple of your podcasts. I think your clients want it more than you think they do. And I know yeah, that okay. there's a whole UK versus American. I understand that. Mm. But I know a lot of UK people that don't want what you guys all seem to think UK couples want. I'm like, mm. no, they some of them want to get hot and sexy every now and again. Some of them want to feel like a goddess, like a powerhouse. Some of them want to be like have their moment and so it's just you're not playing to the right people you know yeah yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely yeah that, I, you know what there's nothing better than actually incorporating some of that hot and seamy stuff <laughs> like not every client wants to do it but like i had one of the best moments in a hotel <laughs> when i went into the women's uh, bathroom because they had a big glorious mirror and it was red and they had the the makeup lights and i, I was just having the best time of my life just creating some amazing yeah. video clips and yeah oh, it was just so good i got really excited i got too excited music videos that's what I, that's like what getting ready for mm. me is is i have like 
a music video montage going in my head of like, you remember, like, you don't remember. Do you boys remember getting ready together with all your girlfriends to like go out (laughs) on a weekend? And it was like, so cute. And you guys were just, I love that, that essence that get pulled, like that no matter how old. So like grandmas will walk in, women walk in on wedding days and it's instantly the, we're back to that very young, free, like, it's so cute when it gets encapsulated all perfectly yeah. and you get to, like, do that. So, yeah. I don't know how we got there, but we got there. <laughs> I was going to show you this. Oh, yeah. This what, what gym. Is, what is this? Okay. Like a boob. I love thrift shops like anybody else. Like, my, my ideal client isn't a Prada or a Gucci person. My ideal client is wearing her dead great-great-great-grandmother's fur coat. And but it's because it's okay because it's you know not a new fur coat and then you know whatever. But like these are little treasures. This is a broken thing I got. So this I bought was like what probably fifty bucks, right? Mm-hmm. This ten bucks, broken piece of a thrift store. Yeah. Okay. Look can around. You- we don't have to buy like the thing that's marketed to be the thing. You can <laughs> yeah. buy the thing that you see. <laughs> Can, like, you, that's can you nothing. describe? Can you describe these just for our listeners? Yeah. And because you're on a really tiny monitor, really far away from me, so I'm actually. Uh, they look like silicon boobs, crystal balls. Oh, a crystal they balls. They're just crystal right. balls. Yeah. They're just prisms. They're literally prisms. So it's like okay. you know the same ones. Like this was, I think, the bottom of a Christmas snow snowman. I was at the store and they had these crystal snowmans, and then I saw one, and then it had a discount ticket on it, and I was like, yeah. Yeah, I have chickens. I want a crystal egg. No, it was supposed to be a snowman. It's an egg now. Okay. Creativity. It can be whatever the hell you want. So they're just little prism balls. So it's like yeah. you put light into them and they reflect uh, little crystals. I My whole house is covered in them. Yeah. So it's like when the sun's out, the sun's not out right now. Like in all my windows, I just have little hanging cri- like prisms and crystals. And again, this is that's not just a style thing. That's for photography as well as I keep different types of light sources in my home to keep myself curious, interested in watching. Um, So different types of lamps that I have in my house. I do a lot of candlelight in my house. Like I am a no overhead light after dark. We go to lamplight and candlelight only because that's our job too. Not only does it feel better, we are usually in that environment. I need to be really analytical and aware and comfortable in that situation. So it's like I kind of get really obsessive about like embodying whatever is coming up mm-hmm. for my sessions and my shoot. So it's like, I, I kind of theme all of my projects around that. So whether I'm journaling, painting, writing, there's going to be something that is being pulled in. So my focus is around what I'm creating for my couple, for my job. And I can do a really good job when I'm given that that room and it's not that i demand a lot i just need space to breathe and i need trust yeah are there any projects coming up that you're particularly excited about any collaborations or projects yeah farm farm (laughs) hell yeah farm (laughs) i mean Um, i'm really excited about my shoots there you what oh i was gonna say ones that we don't already know about (laughs) um i'm working on another guide no i like I said, and this isn't like I, I don't like to come across. I just don't want all of my energy to be always put towards the business side of things. And so I don't do very many. I love farm. I'm going to come turn it up, turn it out. But no, as far as workshop goes, I would rather be investing my energy back into my craft instead of always projecting myself. And I feel like my good work will eventually find 
it's it's home, like it's place to land. But right now I'm still just caring, holding, collecting, curating. Yeah. But it's going to find a place to land. Yeah. You talked about like trying to work on your light painting skills. Like, is there any mm-hmm. concepts that you're excited to try next with the light painting? I mean, concepts, no. I just like, I like contrast and unexpected. Like, I, I really appreciate, I, I like to be paused. I don't. I, I want I want a photo that literally burns itself into your brain a little bit, like sears itself in there. Like I want it to question and to provoke and to make you think or maybe have a complete, you know, full range of emotions within one picture. Like those are my my goal images. Before we go on. Did you ask a question that I did not answer? I feel like you did. No, no, that was good. No, was no, good. You're, you're perfect. Yeah. Um, I want to ask you more about your what you titled on your website as your art class and you mentioned your lighting guide and Mm -hmm. i put my name down i don't think i've received anything but i'm very intrigued about your your light guide and okay so tell 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 us more about it and what you're doing with your next your next iteration of the the guide okay so like my lighting guide is I I have a lot of things to say. Obviously, I I I can fill up some space. I have things to say. I just I I want to say them one time in a beautiful, impactful way, and then move on to the next thing. I feel like the more I regurgitate and and kind of rehash the same cycle, I'm not developing and growing if I'm staying there. So I kind of encapsulated what I've learned and what I valued about light in one PDF up until this point, that is now my foundation for any building practices that are going to be happening after that. So it's like, you really can't skip ahead to some of these more complicated concepts and expect to not be frustrated without understanding a lot of the basics. But it's not, it's not even basic. It's, it is a level up. It's not for your, your, your beginner. And it's not that I don't love that there's education and I haven't like given those types of education. It's just, again, I feel like once we kind of conquer something, if we don't keep raising our own bar, we kind of stay really stagnant. And for me, stagnant is death. So, <laughs> Yes. So on your art class, you do mention, yeah. and I've lost it. Why is it not loading? Oh, no. I don't oh, know. there is, there is. It's not you. It's me. I'm not techie. Help. <laughs> Fix my site. Help. You've, you've, you've got 69 pages. That's a yeah. hell of a document. I, I don't fuck about, guys. Like, mm. I... I'm long-winded. What about this conversation has not made you think I have things to say? I am full of things to say. I just don't like traditional stages for speaking on them. It's 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 very... I want to inspire. I don't want to give a method. I don't want to give a method for creating a product. I want to give you a method for feeling... The most yourself in your own skin, in your own bones, that you can create something that you are just, that's it. I did it. I'm proud of myself. Next. Because it's not, you're not looking outward. You're not looking outward for anybody to tell you good job. You're saying, I did it. Just me. Next. Yeah. I also really- I want I want to inspire people to give permission to explore, to fail, to try, to do, to play. Let's freaking play. Everything's so boring. Everything is so boring. Yeah. But I really do appreciate the fact that you did 69 pages. I really do appreciate that. 
I know. Esos. I grew up in a very religious <laughs> religious household. I had to throw in dirty jokes to for my sanity. Uh-huh. I was like, no. So yeah. So where can people get this lighting guide? Right on my website. It's 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 right on there. I'm going to be doing the. I'm working on it. It's currently right now. It's going to be another doozy of a of a page. And it's funny because I was like, oh, I should do video. You can't video light painting. It's dark. Mm. flash of light i'm just going like so i'm getting really really creative with my way of trying to educate some of the the core principles for the next thing but um yeah you can find it online it's going to be a lot more about creative lighting the way i use unusual light um unexpected light and most of my light sources aren't necessarily like rave tools all day long five and below dollar store kid stuff one of those kid annoying toys that just like I've been trying to get my hands on one of those fairies that flies that has one of those things that because they have ones that have lights so I was thinking I could do something with them I could unleash like four and I could have these light orbs like that were just the freaking fairies Mm -hmm. so it's like you know I don't know what that's that's I haven't done it yet but that's an idea (laughs) it's like a toy of the 90s a toy of the 90s I'm a 90s kid. What are you talking about? Why it is. You, uh, the girls out there will know. The women out there will know. And if they don't, okay. I'm sorry. That's yeah, you don't sad. have any sisters. Maybe that's why. I'm an only yeah. child. That's why I'm so weird. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you are interested, you can go to Brooke's website. It's $237. And uh, hey, Christina P., I mean, she wrote that it, bl- it blew my freaking mind. Seriously changed the way I think about light. Forever thankful that this guide exists. 10 out of 10 recommend. So Christina P. Thank There's you a much. couple others because I had a, I had a typo again, you know, and so I like, they, they left their reviews and then I'm like, Oh, I messed up. And so I had to re-upload the product. And so it's like, one of those things where I'm like, there's one review on it. Yay. You do. I just, I just read the shortest one. So, but they are all five stars. So. No, oh, well, good. I'm, I'm really proud of it. It's something I stand by. I feel like there's a lot of products out there and it is not necessarily for everybody. It is. I know what I'm doing. Here's the thing is I might not present in the way that's like, come down to do tech talk with me. I know what I'm fucking doing. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. So. Speaking of which, I think it's time to look at some of your photos. Oh, yeah, do it. Now, I was trying to make up a a little ditty before you came on, but I really couldn't think of anything good. Uh, What do you mean a little ditty? You know, like a little tune. A jingle. A little little jingle to jingle-fy the the show and tell. It's show and tell. It's show and tell. Oh, goodness. We're going to do show and tell. There you go. That's it. Show and tell. Show and tell. (laughs) With a little dance. Anyway, so I've got three. No, I've picked four of your images because there was one in particular four. that I really wanted to pick. I uh, really wanted to talk to you about. But um, this one, can you, first of all, can you see the screen? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, I okay. yeah, that one's a, a beautiful, blurry one of a dear friend who's also a talented photographer, Haley. She okay. is getting married in Moab, and it was the end of their night pitch black middle of the desert and i don't care if it's going to be sharp and focused blurry whatever it's going to be we will dance with the moon mm. and whatever we get we get well you know i think that's kind of why i like it because the i mean it does feel crisp like you can see the stars there's that lovely blue light coming in from from the from the well the the top third 
And then you've got these guys at the bottom, and clearly you've just asked them to stand still, but they are moving around. And the fact that they're moving around and you they're kind of blurry and things are kind of milky. I'm I'm the, movement. The, I'm movement based. That's that's, yeah. that's what I love about it. Oh, thank um, you. Yeah, thank you. I mean, all of my couples get a few signature shots. Usually the prayer hands will always try to do something with the moon or the stars, and then I always take a photo of their trash can. And so Right. Oh, of their trash <laughs> yeah. can? What? You take a photo. The sign of any good party is what the trash can looks like after. You'll see the types of beers, the cocktails, the foods, the snacks, the cigarette yeah. butts. Like I always or whatever, whatever is going to be, whether it's glitter, it'll be, you know, but I find the trash can incredibly interesting because it's kind of like the sweep up of a wedding day. Like what's what was the carnage? Yeah. The trash can. What's the wildest thing you found in one of your trash cans? Like, oh god, oh, Greg, you don't want to. Well, I'm not. I'm not she's like. Not I'm not a trash panda. I'm not a raccoon. She's not I'm literally going like this. I'm not like sorting. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm imagining trash. Like, somebody's shirt or something. Then they are. But I'm just like anything weirder. <laughs> yeah. Brooke, um. I mean, I've I've been in this a long time. I've had some wild weddings in my day. I've had weddings of people pissed, pissing themselves, passed out on lawns in front of gorgeous, gorgeous villas. You know, like just I've had girls sitting on guys faces drunk like i've i've seen a lot of stuff <laughs> so. yes i believe that's on social media as well you can you can see that image i believe if i'm, if I'm is right. it if i uh, think so pretty sure I said, I oh yeah there might one. be one of it i i love the photo the couple loved the photo and that's the thing it's all about if your couple's like yeah the party is my jam because yep. for me yeah, i'm going yeah. like do I take this? And I'm like, well, and sure enough, they're like, that's my favorite picture. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I remember, look, whenever, whenever there's a time where people are like, oh, let's break into the pool and jump in. I'm like, yes, please. Yes. Well, I'm not, yeah, it's, I think there's a big difference too between being like provocative or sexual or being sensual too. And I think there is a line and a balance. And I'm sure you've noticed that throughout my work. I really try hard. Like the moment it it's trying to be, I'm just kind of like, I don't want it. No. You know what yeah. I mean? Like you'll yeah, kind of yeah. probably see that there's a little bit of a pullback in a process happening within my work. Mm-hmm. But apparently you're pulling something up. I don't know what. <laughs> well, we'll move on to the next image where Simon has a look. I'm, tr- I'm trying, I mean, I'm, I'm not gonna be able to pull it up on the, on the TV, which is unfortunate, but I... I'm trying to remember. But no, it's just, I'm just saying like parties. I'm not, I'm not a prude. I've seen things. I don't participate. I've never done like hard illicit drugs or anything crazy. Like, but I, I love watching shit go down. So I, I'm in a great job, you know, for watching the party happen. Yes. Yeah. You actually, that just reminds me. Is it? Did you? That's Sam, isn't it? We talked about that at the very start. Sam and Zoe. Yeah, Sam and Zoe. You (laughs) did. Yes. This image. There's been a sort of, Simon's had a bit of a theme with a couple of images recently. There's been yes. a lot of hands. What made you choose this one? I do love hands. So I, I love, I, I've said this on the podcast before, but I love the story that hands can create. But usually it's hands reaching for hands or hands reaching for other hands, or it literally is a, a shadow uh, mm-hmm. silhouette or whatever of hands. But you've kind of gone... A little bit further in the fact that you've used <laughs> you've used a real hand. I don't mean a real. You've, there's an actual hand reaching for a shadow, and um, mm-hmm. so it's kind of a, a little bit of a mixture of the two. And because you've done that, I kind of get this 
beyond the veil type mm-hmm. vibe from yeah. it. Uh, yeah, and I, I have a lot of that. <laughs> okay, well, I didn't know if it was intentional here. Uh, I'm assuming this is a wedding, so I don't know if Beyond the Veil goes well with that type I think of... it goes with everybody. Everybody has loved ones that have passed. If you yeah. think about it, it's like we keep acting as if we have different life experiences. We are literally born about to die. Like We're yeah. all in the process of dying at some point. So, mm. like, um, the other, the other world, I guess for me, it, weddings... Weddings are more layered than I'm sure if you notice my brides seem a little bit more complicated than, you know, a lot of them, a lot of them not seem more complicated. They're just they're they're not kind of like pretty princess type. Does that make sense? In the nicest yes. way possible. Yeah. Yes. Um, and so there's usually some depth. There's usually some type of like weird underlining story or personal bit that I get to pull out and then use um, hands for me are, I mean, I, I don't know how to go into a lot of the blurbs about hands without it being too serious or a little, or a little bit down, but I feel like, um, <clears throat> I feel like that photo is showing people are always willing to like reach, to help, to love, to support, to take you out of your bullshit, no matter what. Like, she doesn't have to do the effort. Like, he's there with just her yeah, her shadow. She can't even show up, but he's there. Does that make sense? Yeah, so that yeah. photo for me is like somebody saying, I love you no matter what. I'm showing up no matter what you can bring to the table. Even if it's only half, I got you. Let's go. I, yeah. Let's hold hands. So, I don't know. That makes sense, but that's kind of like where my brain goes with those types of things. There's usually a little bit of like a poetic blur behind a lot of my stuff that usually sounds pretentious, so I don't say it. <laughs> well, you can be pretentious. That's you have a space for it. <clears throat> but is this did you have that idea in mind? Did you want to pull on that kind of vibe or is this you're just in the flow in the moment and what yeah. you see in an image after it's made is this is then the story that's created in the past? Oh yeah. no, I'm very intentional when I'm shooting. Yeah. I'm not a spray and prayer. Um, yeah. I just shot a two day wedding. I took four thousand photos. They got eighteen hundred. So that's almost every other photo was intentional. They got it. It's still a lot of work. Like yeah. I am. Um, for me, I don't like to base too much on luck. I do appreciate when it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do, I do like the mess. I like flair. I, I have like Zeiss lenses and weird filters and I, I put honey and broke two filters and put them together so I could do like a weird crystallized shattered thing. Like I don't, like I'm, I'm happy to try anything. But, um, what, what were you asking me? I don't know how I just blurbed. Uh, whether the story was oh. intentionally like done or what? Yeah. Was um, there I, I probably, yeah, there there is a lot of forethought. I have notebooks. Like I, if you were to pull out, I could show you. Especially because I'm working on that PDF about my lighting. I have been very meticulous about like documenting my my process because I feel, I feel like I have something special to offer, but it's a very hard thing to package. Yeah. Or to to really box up or to give in a working way, and I'm trying to be very very. I don't know. Ah! How do I explain it? <laughs> um, I have like notebooks. I will draw out scenes. Like when I did a shoot that I did, I'm not sure if you saw it. It's 
a, one of like a creative, she's a wonderful human, um, musician, artist. Her father died that taught her all of the music. And time so, and space. yeah, time and space. He was a music teacher. And I, because I've always loved music and, you know, I've had, I don't know, sometimes an on and off difficult relationship with like the context of family and religion and the way things are, are laid out for us to kind of have to do. Um, but with, with shoots like that, like I, I literally was in my room drawing, like, you know, table here. If I put a light here, if I put that here, like I am thinking about where it's all falling. Um, so when I go in, but then once things start doing, I, I love, I love when they take on their own their own personality and their own voice. But I do start with intention. A lot of people are like, I'm like, no, I'm not planning every shot, but I'm coming in with with a backpack of tools yeah. and arsenal of ideas and my brain's ready. So if that doesn't work, that's okay because I got this. Yeah. So that's kind of how I, I work. Yeah. Uh, and I think I might have, is it space and time or is it time? It's time and space, isn't it? It's, time and space. I, I got it the wrong so way around, sorry. This is, but, from, yeah. this is from that shoot, I believe. This so, one? Yep, this yeah. shoot is one of the shoots that I'm going to be going over in my next lighting guide. Um, ah. I wanted to kind of do a little show-off session, and it's not to show off. It's just like, it's, um, you can do it. Like, that's what I'm trying to say with these things. It's like, you can do it. Like, we don't have to do it any particular way. Like, you can create something amazing. We can layer you know, professional lights with flashlights and rave lights and do weird stuff. It like, you know, and yes, there's a time where the portrait needs to be dialed in and the hair light and the, all the light needs to be soft. And, you know, cause some of these led lights do weird, you know, side yeah. things They're but they're for fun. Those aren't our like pristine polished images, but yeah. um, like this shoot is all about me just saying, why not? And so a lot of this shoot was me. I have my ideas and me trying to show people really, unexpected and simplistic ways to elevate how you think of light and bringing it into your thing. Cause everybody thinks they have to have a gear. They have to have the, all these huge lights and setups. I love lights. I wish I had all of them. I want like, I want one of those snow probes. I do miniatures. So it's like, I follow those cool, like miniature makers and they have all these cool gears. And I'm like, I don't have any place to put this, but I think I need that lens. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm going to pull that into weddings. It's going to work. I'm going to get some weird, long-ass problems. I'm going to try weird stuff because why not? And that's what makes it fun. Yeah. So. Hell yeah. Keep, keep playing, as you say. Yeah. Yeah. So playing. I, I, I mentioned that I only try and do three images per guest, and we talk about them. But I came across this project, and I really wanted to talk about it because... I love it. I, it's a good one to talk about. And it was really hard... Because there's a whole series of images, um, and they all focus yeah. on this loss. Um, yeah. And again, going. Do you see the swan neck that I did? I left the chair shadow to be like a swan neck because there's going to be a, a swan theme throughout all of my lighting guide stuff where there's going to be a hint of a swan. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, okay, okay, I like that. <laughs> so, I, I, it's just dumb but it's just those little things that I know that make yeah. me excited when I get to pair them with other shoots where I've incorporated the swan it's not even going to be a whole swan but there will be always a little bit of a a nod a nod yeah, yeah. so you've got her dad I'm assuming yep, dad, yep. projected on the yep. wall yep and that's the, her kitty and he's wearing a a dad life hat <laughs> That she ends up wearing and he, 
you know, you'll yeah. see it if you yeah. go through the whole story, obviously. Yes. Uh, which you can do on uh, Brooke's website, by the way, just in case you're interested. Which has you very like, you should just do it because it's it's very good. Um, Thank you. You've also got this lovely blue light, and I'm actually thinking now: is it one of your torches? Although it's too, maybe no, too, it's it's, it's just blue. it's just another. It's a it is a. But I put my pro photo cyan filter on the front yeah. of the light. Like okay. I I jimmy rig stuff, or I buy gels, and I have like little. You can put them between to fill. Like there's so many things you can jimmy rig, <laughs> so you can just <laughs> have different. I mean, honestly, I, I sometimes I get frustrated because people are like, "Oh, you have to have this thing," and I'm like. I went to Michael's and they had some vellum that was sheer and it was a dollar ninety nine. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, honestly, yeah. Michael's is the craft store for UK people. Sorry. <laughs> but um, just in general, there is a lot of like, I know what I'm doing. It's going to be appropriate, but there's a lot of janky and little cheap things in there that I love. I like yeah. that it's not. <laughs> I, I mean, it's your experimental nature that makes me really appreciate your portfolio. Like I, I, oh, could, thank you. I, I could really, I, I have spent probably too much time on your website, <laughs> if I'm honest. Oh, that means a lot, um, actually. I was worried because I'm like, they probably don't know my work or like it or care well, or whatever. So, I mean, it's it's not every photographer who connects with me on that kind of level. But mm -hmm. I mean, he's, I, he's I, been I, going I, down a rabbit hole. I, I have. I, oh, thank I have, you. That have, that's that. But that's what I want. That's yeah. what I want. I don't I don't want to be everybody likes. I want somebody that's just like, I found it because that's what I find joy in when I find like something to tunnel in, to really yeah. dig into and mm -hmm. to, to analyze and to like, I want to consume it. You know, yeah. like I want, I want to provide that for people too, because it motivates. And I think if we're all motivated and we're all inspired, we're going to do better work. We're going to be happier. And it's going to flush out a lot of the negativity that I feel like can somehow it floods into any creative industry. Mm. But, you know, it doesn't matter what industry you're in. There's always the same dynamics happening. So, yeah. Can yeah. You, so obviously there, there are words written um, and like genuine words written that influenced this shoot. C can you can you mm -hmm. go? Can you talk more in general about I, and I know you're going to do the lighting guide. So I do appreciate that. No, no, it's, I think it's great because I'm I'm happy to talk about it. One, because I'm not a good promoter. <laughs> like, I think a lot of people would be like, look at this, look at this. I'm going to tell you how, I'm going to tell you how, I'm going to tell you how. Where I'm just kind of like, I really want the people that are like, look at this. I couldn't stop staring at it. Will you tell me how? That's how I navigate. And that's how I feel. Because for me, it's projection and it's ego. And I know that's the thing, but it's true. And I'm not happy in that state. So for this session... I had admired the relationship she had with her father over Instagram for a very long time, mm -hmm. which for me, it's like, I don't know about you. Um, obviously, I'm speaking from my own experience. I know a lot of people that have a very complicated relationship with their dad, and they, a lot of them, especially my female friends, all hit around the same age this point where we realized we romanticized the relationship with our father and we had to take the the sticker off and see it transparently yeah and then do the work because we were still operating under a lot of that same type of influence of like i don't know how to explain it <laughs> but there's just a lot of girls that have really beautiful but complicated relationships and trying to better relationships with their father 
And I realized that with so many girls and women and men, even just people longing for connection with their parents and sometimes struggling, um, it was rare to see somebody that always had it. So like she was kind of my example. I would watch like, cause they would just go jam together. They would go in the garage. They would just go freaking jam. And I'm like, that is it. That is like, that is a dad. Like that's dad. Like he supports his baby. He's going to his concert. She's a little rebellious. He doesn't care. Yeah. My daughter's a badass. Like I love the support and the love and how much he was excited for her. And he taught her so much and watching that. And so when he died, I cried. I was just like, because it was kind of like this imaginary pretend make-believe dad that I almost lived vicariously through because I love music and things like that too. And and we moved around a lot growing up. My dad's wonderful. He He's music, but we didn't, I didn't have that type of dynamic and I don't have family around here. Like we never stayed close, if that makes sense. So this was, yeah, this was a need to showcase the importance of that, to honor it. I needed to do it for what the impact it had on me. And I wanted to make sure that I could share the beautiful relationship and put that out there because we don't see enough of that. So, yeah, the the relationship with a father is quite an interesting one, isn't it? Because they're all complex. They're fascinating to me. Yeah. And it's and then, not it's good and bad. And like, I just yeah. find it fascinating whether it's like when people say like, oh, we focus too much on the negative. I'm like, well, yes and no. But if we just state it, we don't have to internalize the negative. But if we state this is how this impacted us, this is how I want to move forward. This is what I'd like our relationship to be. We can better it. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, let's 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 go for the next ramble. Image. Next one. And then, oh, you know, you didn't actually. T- you, did we? I asked you to explain more about the project. Did we do that? Yeah. Not really, so. but Not it really. doesn't matter. Whatever. This, this will be part of it. So, this is kind of similar. This was for actually like a a client, but I have another shoot that has a lot of my light painting that I'm going to be using in my um my my next pdf and i'm hoping to inspire and educate people and it's not that it's it's necessarily all that tricky it's a dark room and you're you're flailing your lights around um and it's it's finessing don't get me wrong you do have to be able to finesse but it's what i like about the practice of it is you don't get to you have to see it in your head before you make it And so why I think that's going to be such a critical, wonderful thing for me to put in something that's going to be educational is because it's going to bleed into every other aspect. Once you can kind of start training your brain, like I'm in the dark, there's no such thing as darkness, just a lack of light. And so it's like, but you're controlling the light. You're the one that has to, what are you highlighting? Are you highlighting her collarbone? Are you highlighting the way her jaw comes in? Are you going to have her open her mouth? Takes like, like there's so many things you could do, but you have to know that before you, you start moving the light around. Mm. So I love that aspect of how this will help with so many other creative things. Like my guides for me are really about unlocking just you. I'm not giving you a method how to be me because you don't want to be me. But I do want to get to know you and I want you to be happy in your own skin and I want you to be proud of your work and I want you to quit seeking validation from everything outside of yourself. Yeah. So the reason I picked this image is it kind of confused me. And as our listeners know, I'm a big fan of being confused. (laughs) I think it's like it's almost almost the superpower to audience retention. (laughs) And that sounds so mechanical. It's my favorite thing. Contrast. Contrast yeah. and, so, my, and just 
if, if you're just an audio listener, I do apologize because you're not getting the audio examples yeah. <laughs> with with our words. But I do. I'll just see. It's a lot of these are just my recent stuff. You'll see up on my page. yes, yeah. Go to Brooke's Instagram, or you can check out on YouTube. But um, I was very excited when I actually discovered this. And did you I, see the other shoot that I did with it as well, or no? Uh, yes. Uh, okay, I just shoot? didn't know. You, you, the one with your partner? No. No, that that that's the one that I did with. It was actually a wedding couple, so they they were kind of my original person that I started doing it with. I really wanted to hone in and make sure that's the one I'll be presenting more so. Um, okay, but okay. this one is for for a wonderful photographer. Her name's Catalina. Um, she's friends with one of my dear friends, Larkin. But um, she wanted some portraits, and yeah, so. This yes. was a paid gig. So I was, it was actually my first paid gig for something that complicated. This oh, session, okay. most of the time I bring most of my complicated stuff. Like, they'll pull, I'll pull in little bits, but this whole session was long and complicated. Yeah. And it was the first time, like, fully just being like, yep, I want to do that. I'm like, hey, it's going to be a while. It takes time. It's not yeah. a in and out. Yeah. This is like, a, like we're spending the day together. We got dinner together. Like, it was effort. And so um, that's what I want to do. That's what I like to do because I'm, I'm about connection. Yeah. So you, I you said there earlier an that you're just flailing your lights about and with your arms and your lights, but you look at this image and there's so much intentionality well, to it. Like yes, yes, not, yes. There's no flailing about there. There's intentionality. No, well, there, there is. Well, there's a li- but there's a, there's from a the outside bit. looking in, it's flailing. From the outside looking in, like if I was to video that, you guys would be like, what? <laughs> yeah. You have to let me narrate your brain. Mm-hmm. And that's where like that's where like me being really creative is kind of helpful with my things with my guides because I like to give different ways of learning things. I don't learn things traditional school ways. Like I really, really, really like my brain shuts down. It goes like I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> like I, yeah. I can't. But if you give me something where I have to like solve a problem, tinker with it, figure out how I like if you give me an emotion and it matters to that person, I can spend hours trying to figure out how to make it perfect. Yeah. And so it's really just about starting at the intentional point. But yeah. yeah, so it's it is intentional. So it's like I will say things like if you look at the other shoot, like I was able to kind of create a bird. And so I would have to do something like with the beak, it wasn't as sharp. So I just went in with liquify and had to fix the beak. But like overall, like I'm trying to be able to literally manipulate light to create something else. Yeah. So for those um, interest- did you guys ever sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, for those interested in the mechanics of trying to create something like this, you brought out your little light whip earlier. And I don't know. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you, can, you can watch my reaction again because I had it took me a little bit more time to figure out what it was. And I remembered, like, you could get them in, like, carnivals or stuff. Like, again, in the 90s, a very 90s yeah. toy. There's a lot of different things. The and first one that I was inspired by was I used this. Yes. Amazon, $25. It's a fiber optic light. I mean, honestly, that's all you have to do, guys. Again. But it's not all you have to do because you have to be able to harness it and put it somewhere. Yeah. So you got to be a witch and say, boom, you know? <laughs> Yeah, but when you brought out your your the other the longer uh, yeah. fiber uh, fiber whip, uh, it's great I, I got, for dancers. I got really excited because I, I again I spent too much time trying to figure it out. That's what I assumed. I couldn't really put my finger on it fully, but when you brought it out, you'll be able to see my reaction change. I got very excited because I realized I was right, <laughs> and that's so silly. But yeah, I really do like something like that and. 
did I send you a link to buy one? I can't remember. You've not yet. I've not. Yeah. I you can get them on Amazon. I'm pretty sure they're like twenty pounds, maybe thirty, uh, for ones that change color. I don't remember. But like I took this to like I'll take it to my weddings, like especially kind of my more party people. Oh yeah. You get the best sluttiest shots when you bring oh, out really? a freaking whip, man. Oh yeah. Because people are <laughs> yeah. so ready to bend over. So ready. <laughs> Amazing. And I, oh God, I hope my parents don't listen to this. Hide this. Hide yeah. it. Oh, I hope they do. Um, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> uh, should we change to the next image? I think that's us. Or is that us? Whatever you want to do. It's us. us. One, two, three, four. So it is. So it is. You, uh, you can do better than that. Is that really? Come on. Is that all uh, you got for me? Oh, I mean, well, do you have a favorite image of yours from all the, all the years that you've been photographing? and creating images. Do you have a favorite wedding or a favorite story or a favorite image or a favorite moment that you always Absolutely. Go back to when you think about it? But in categories. It's okay. kind of like asking me to say my top five favorite bands without giving me a genre that we have to then organize it into. It is no. very unfair for yes, you to is. ask for favorites like that. I don't understand people that are just like, this is it. And I'm like, there's no range. There's no, you know. And so. Uh, well, Amy, I tell you I'm, what, just pick one moment from any of those genres. Just one. Even if it's not the best. Just one that you're picking out from your memory and just tell me about it. Mm, I think the times I have shot my bride's birth stories have been the most impactful, full circle completion moment that I could ever ask for. Mm. And honestly, I, I want to, when I'm old and too old to do it, I want to, I want to be a midwife. I want to birth babies and, and just love on this beautiful, precious new life. And mm, so cute. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, um, I loved doing that just because I think it's so full circle. It's such a beautiful reset when I shoot a birth. And I know for men or, you know, some people out there, it's traumatizing or scary sometimes to see that form. But for me, that pain is transformative. I view most challenges as growing pains. And so I, I treat them with respect because in a lot of the ways, I think most hardships are gifts. And I think we learn our most and we build a strong foundation and we build a pedestal for ourselves that other people can't pick apart. Mm. And and I really love standing on it. It's really great. <laughs> yeah. Very cool. So I don't uh, know what I just said. I think I just, I don't know, guys, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> Stop being embarrassed. This has been amazing. I've had, I've had so much fun. Thrive. Thrive. Is a, thrive is a thing that's happening. Oh, thrive. Yes. Yeah. I'm thrive. so excited. What, what can people I, expect? I'm definitely going to bring some light. I was going to say, oh, what exciting. can people expect from your shoot sessions? Yeah. Other than light. Um, well, I mean, I'm going to definitely show a few of like, I'll be bringing out flashlights. And I know it's probably going to get a little bit of like eyes up from people. Oh, see, my prisms are starting to activate, guys. Prism yes. activated. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. Hold on one sec. Oh, the board apart. Okay. There we go. We're dancing now. Um, so I definitely I'm going to bring because especially in Edinburgh, um, I want to bring a little bit of that. I have a haunted, sacrilegious undertone to my work, a little bit of rebellious, but a righteous rage within it. It's not actually rebellion. It's just sense of self. And, and as you know, most of us know, we, <laughs> anyways, anyways, another rant. Um, I'm going to be bringing that and I'm really, really excited. The talk is going to be, I'm hoping to let you leave 
with a feeling like you had a Care Bear hug and that you're ready to take on a different approach and that you don't feel less than. I never want when I'm teaching for somebody to be writing down a list of things they've done wrong or need to change. I want them to be listing things that they, they're excited about and they want to be improving and that they want to say, oh, I don't have to. I can do this. I can do this and be really, really good at it. And it's enough. I don't have to do this, you know, and so. Yeah, so it's going to be a little sacrilegious, but beautiful, a little haunted, probably a little bit, um, I don't know. I'll probably have a ghost element is what I'm leaning towards. Mm. I do want there to be a little A24 moment of like the lamb or something, you know, like (laughs) I want there to be that inquisitive nature of like, don't look in the wood line, but look in the wood line, you know, like that's what I'm going for. So let's see what happens. That is not the vibe I thought, but that is very exciting. What vibe did you think I'd go with? I I don't know. I don't know. What what, what is my purpose? I'm I'm imagining security at the airport seeing your bag with all the whips and maybe chains or something. They're going to be like, huh, what's going on? Oh, no. A penis candle. A penis candle. And I'm like, I have to light the way through the woods with the penis candle. Tickle the bells. Oh, God. Please don't listen to this. Anybody in my family? Oh, no. Too far. Okay. Rewind. Uh, amazing. So I am what I am. <laughs> so, yeah, if if you're out there listening to this or watching this and you're thinking, I want to tickle those bowls, book. <laughs> now I have to. Now I have to make them. Okay. Book here's the deal. I have a new thing. Scotland and London. I am going to make two penis candles. And the person who is the most carefree and free and has fun and just let's go. I'm just, somebody's getting a penis candle from both workshops. That's the deal. You come to my class. There's going to be a penis candle that will be up for, for, I don't know who, how you're going to win it yet, but there's going to be a, a prize. There you go. Glorious. Full circle. I mean, how could you not buy your tickets? <laughs> that's right worth now? the ticket price right <laughs> there. Uh, exactly. And I mean, yeah. one of a kind. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, one of the last questions that we always like to ask, and uh, I'm, I'm going to play a little voice message that I got <laughs> today from Joe Greenfield. Um, okay. Because this is wonderful. So we like to ask for book recommendations, and Joe gave us uh, the ultra-processed human? Pro- uh, no, ultra-processed people. And I'm not much of a book reader, so I just... Uh, YouTube the author and he had like a talk Um, anyway the information provided in this talk was slightly horrific (laughs) and I like to eat but Joe did warn me and this is her message to me Okay, if I can play it I told you I warned you I said don't watch it if you like eating food You've ignored me, and now you're going to pay the price. You'll never eat Haribo or cakes ever again. Don't take those away. No, 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 no. Don't take it away from me. You can't take it away. I I love candy. No, do not take it away. Avoid her book recommendation. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have any book recommendations for our listeners? And it can be about food. It can be about photography. It can be about arts and crafts. A detective book i mean honestly i'm i'm like any woman we have our phases i i go through my true crime i'm not as much in my true crime um i feel like i've learned the mind of serial killers and i'm bored um not 
not in a way of like I've done enough of the like okay don't get killed I've done enough of the research I think I figured out how they work and I can avoid it and so now problem solved we've got enough of those basics I'm not ignorant to the world around me that I live in I know about bad guys next so um yeah book wise I I like to be I like a lot of development books I mean who doesn't um for the women out there, one of the best reads I've read in a very long time was Hagitude. She's one of your UK people. Sharon Blackie, I believe is her name. Um, it's not, I mean, you guys can read about it. They talk about menopause in there if you guys want to hear about menopause. Are you interested? How do you feel about menopause? Looking uh, forward to it? I, not yet? You know okay. what? I, my wife's a, pers- a, personal, a pre- and postnatal personal trainer. I get this all the time. Oh, yeah. And I'm also a, femini- a very feminine guy. So I don't mind uh, if I hear um, well, then menopause ask again. Your wife. Ask your wife about that book. I'd be really curious if she's read it. And I'd love to see any recommendations she has based off of that. Because I really, really enjoyed it. And I tried some recommendations off of it. I think she just had a way of communicating what it feels like sometimes to be a woman. Mm -hmm. In a way that felt very... It resonated for me. And it wasn't clinical. And it wasn't... It just felt right. Again, feeling, meanings. I don't know what to tell you. Book-wise, though, um, I am currently reading The Glutton. It's just um, a fiction novel. And then I like Dark Matter is one of my all time favorite reads. Um, That is a great, great book. It's a little like it's a great. um, It's like worlds. It's about opening doors. It's very creative. Like it's I don't know how to explain it. Dark Matter. Phenomenal book. Read it now. Really great. Um, Language of Flowers is one of my all-time favorite books. That's more of like a warm blanket book for me. Um, I relate very much to a lot of the struggles in the story and her connection with earth, nature, and communicating without words, which is one of my strong points. And so I really like those types of books. And then art books, I like all sorts of things. Um, My favorite art book I've ever gotten was um, a book I got in Iceland um, during our wedding. I got it. When we got married, and it is called The Weather Diaries. The Weather Diaries. And it is honestly one of the most beautiful books you will ever see. And what I love about it is a lot of my work, because I don't necessarily need it to be... My mantra is museums, not magazines. I want to... Like, if I was to pick, I would be in a museum, not a magazine. Like, and so everything for me is very much longevity i want there to be purpose but the way that these i mean are obviously photoshopped a lot too but they're fine art beautiful work but like his use of colors and tones and lighting and i mean it's just also wonderful by cooper just look how beautiful gorfer i don't know how to uh, cooper and Yep, that one. But it's a photographer that went to different parts of, like, Iceland, went to Greenland, like, and shows a lot of, like, the indigenous Mm. type of cultures or whatever. I'm not not doing story time. I feel like I'm trying to read you a book (laughs) like you're my children. Like, come on in now for this page. But really, really beautiful. Very, very um, painterly light, which I'm a big fan of. Yeah. Good luck getting a copy, though. And for those who listen to our John uh, Dolan uh, episodes, uh, it's not quite eight hundred pounds. Was his? Y- you can't get it except for used, which is three hundred and forty pounds, hardcover. So um, if you find a copy, I mean, well, I'll I it. I like 
treasures. And that's not about exclusivity. It's just that was the book that spoke to me and my husband. We have a few vinyls. Mm -hmm. Here's another thing about treasures. Okay, um, Low Roar is an Icelandic artist. We found him when we went to a bookstore there. Loved his music, loved his sound right away. Had to have the vinyl. He came and visited us to Salt Lake to do a concert. My husband met him in the bathroom and he like wrote Happy Wedding, signed the album we picked up while we were in Iceland. Yeah. Things like that go full circle if yeah. you leave, you know, intentions out there like that. And so it's just beautiful things like that. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. I, lo- I do love that. Low Roar. Cool. Well, I'll check. I'll check that out. I'll check all Low the- Roar. <laughs> he's, he's mellow. Like he's very like humdrum, but he's beautiful lyricist. It's very atmospheric. It feels like you're driving in Iceland or walking on the black beach, you nice, know? Nice. Very nice. Yeah. Well, Brooke, that is the end okay. of the podcast. How'd I do? You Brilliant. did very well. At two hours and 17 minutes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Our listeners, you're getting the best of us, honestly. You probably are going to laugh because I'll probably send you a picture, but I have like a list of things to make. Like, make sure you mention that. Didn't touch any of them. <laughs> well, I mean, you can grab yep. the list and quickly bullet point everything if you want to. <laughs> No, I feel like I've just talked to the point where my my brain is losing some oxygen content. So I'm just like, blah, 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 blah. and so I'm like, I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I'm just babbling, which is my strong suit. I yeah. can fill up. I mean, yeah, that's just a sign that you've spent too much time with us. No, <laughs> I, I, my original idea was I want I met just Neil and Jen. I'm like, you guys either have to FaceTime me while I'm on. I was gonna be like, oh, Scotland's calling. Hold on. <laughs> I'm really obnoxious. Or I was like, Neil, will you like give me your delivery? Because I don't I tried to find a delivery service. I wanted to have either beers or coffees dropped off at your studio space <laughs> to be really funny, to be like, oh, you got the beers I sent you. <laughs> message Neil. Message Neil. It's his bad. He was um, gonna help me, but uh, then you know, Neil. time changed. Oh, oh my god. But I will hook you up. Don't worry. When are you guys going to be at Thrive? We are. Yes. We yes, we will be. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So can't wait to meet in person. Uh, in fact, Zoya, I'm excited. I was I was trying to wait. Um, Zoya Alexander said that she was going to write a few things for for me to ask you, but she never she never got back to me. But, <laughs> Who did? Uh, uh, Zoya, Zoe, Sam and Zoe. Zoe. Sam and Zoe. Oh, I love so. Because um, I didn't, I didn't realize in doing the notes that you'd shot their wedding until I noticed Sam on your Instagram feed. So I <laughs> contacted Zoe and I was like, "Is that Sam?" Like, oh yeah, she shot the well, wedding. I'm like, I have a f- vague recollection of this, but yeah. So I'm sure she's. I I love. I love Scotland. I love the UK in general. Like my my mom's side's Scottish, my dad's side's Welsh. I know we abandoned you and went to America, whatever. But but I mean, like I I have a there's a there's a cozy sense of home when I'm in the UK that feels very familiar, even though it's not. And I think it's just from some type of familiarity being passed down, and I love Good. it. And Zoe is like the best. She is, she is the yeah. sweetest, kindest, and she's gorgeous. And just she's just a good human. I love her so much. She is. Yeah. She's she's one of my favorite people. Um, her answer. But Jen, Neil's Neil's wife, Jen, is also just a gem. But she's crass and dirty, <laughs> and I love her for it. <laughs> yes. Right. 
The end. Is that too much? Sorry. No, and you're never. And stop apologizing. You're never too much. I do. I'm a chronic. I apologize. I'm sorry. It's it's a traumatic (laughs) response. Is constantly apologizing. So I apologize for apologizing. (laughs) I mean, I mean that is such a British thing to do. Apologizing for apologizing. So Uh, you know, that blood is still in you. Um, Where where can people find you online if they wanted to check your work out? If they want to check my workout, I would say my website. I'm not a short-winded. I'm not an eight-second clip girl. I'm not about getting the most out. I'm about getting the most out in the best, most beautiful way. So, like, if you want to come into my site, I want you to get a glass of wine or a cocktail and a blanket. And I want you to dive in and actually, like, read, immerse yourself, look at it, feel it. If you're doing that to maybe be curious if you think that I would be a good teacher for you to help kind of give you some guidance when we're in, you know, at Thrive, I am different. And I can say that because I've taught enough and I've been in the industry enough. I am different. So if you feel like you never really fit in, especially in those types of situations, you're trying to figure out how you can find your voice or give something different, I might have something special to offer. And that could be a nice little helping hand. Hell yeah. Yeah. And people can find us at perspectivebycinemate.com. Oh, <laughs> I know. I'm doing the sales pitch again. I'm sorry. No, I'm just laughing because you asked me where to find me, and I'm, I went off on some fucking tangent. You said your website. I can't we'll, even we'll let you guys. Below. I'm like somebody. I'm like people are like, how do we find you? And I'm like, I'm gonna make it as hard as possible. Find me at my I'm website, sorry. but I'm not telling you where it is. That's right. And exactly. I'm garbage. So help me. Somebody needs to we're, help. We're gonna, we're gonna link it below. We'll, we'll, we'll link it below. Thank you. In case people want to know your Instagram is Brooke Johnson. Uh, underscore photo so yes go, yes and go. then tiktok you can see me like doing crafts and playing with cats and you can see my garden i'm about to do a, a summer recap tour so if you want to see just me being a human mm. you can head over there too so yeah and by the way i picked them I, I i picked some of the images that i enjoyed uh looking at but there are so many more uh Thank I mean, you. I'm, I'm just looking and i just i wish i wish i had more time to to show every, every one of these images because Ah, yes. Go down the rabbit hole, guys. Like, I know I'm not, I know I'm not your rock star. You're like rock star person. A lot of people don't know my name and it takes some time for them to have to like go in. But once you go in, I'm like, I I kind of like being a pleasant surprise or I'm, I'm an underground person. I like being Mm -hmm. a little bit of an underground band. If you Mm want to call it like my favorite experiences aren't like, it wouldn't be a Beyonce show. It would be frightened rabbit in a bar where I got a, a, a drink kicked in my face by people that were, you know, freaking crowd surfing with the band before to get to the front so I could be touching distance <laughs> to Scott. Those are my experiences. Yeah. So there you go. If you if you resonate with that, come on into my world. It's yeah, it's yeah. no judgment zone. As long as you're not a shitty person and you're kind and you want to do better, let's play. Hell yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, people can find us at perspectivebysimmate.com. Our Instagram is at Perspective by Cinema and our TikTok because I've actually started posting some more very, very rough, very rough videos. Perfect. I like it. You want to know what? I don't want to see it perfect. I want to see yeah. that because then I can like, it makes us feel alive, real, human, yeah. I, capable. We have yeah. an eraser. We don't have to like, I don't know. I, 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 I've kept this out of myself quiet for far too long so um yeah anyway tiktok's where you'll find some crazy shit um it probably won't be crazy it's just just me mean it's just me being stupid anyway thank you too with jack for sponsoring this episode and 
Lisa, 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 Lisa. Lisa, my girl Lisa. <laughs> Are you ready for Thrive? Oh. I'm ready for Thrive. I'm ready. Brooke's ready. I'm ready for that Everyone. penis candle. Who wants that penis candle? Who wants the penis candle? Tickle those balls. Well, if you want to tickle those balls, you can. <laughs> At the I said that on the... Oh, God, I am that person. I'm not human. <laughs> oh, whatever. Get ready for the two-day All-Star Photography Workshop Conference. I said that wrong. But it is taught it's by gonna six. It's going to be amazing, guys. It's taught by six phenomenal mentors. It will be amazing. And it will be amazing on the 18th and 19th of March at the Dunglass Estate in Scotland. And the oh, yeah. 21st and 22nd of March at the Hoxton Holborn in London. Don't wait. Get your tickets. That, that bar does. area. <laughs> at that hotel, at the, the bar is amazing. Oh, okay. Is, have you guys seen it yet? It's so cool. I, I'm like, I've oh, it's going it. to be Mad Men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. Sorry, but, were you like trying to read like a full on script? I was trying to conversate and be like, yeah, I'm excited. I, I mean, I technically was, but <laughs> like, I don't want to, I don't want to project perfection anymore on the wedding industry or anything. This is, and just, that's not, I'm not trying to be a hater. Remember, guys, it really is Care Bear. I'm just, I like to be a voice sometimes for people like me who feel sometimes we don't get credit because we do things differently. Yeah. Yeah. that makes yeah. sense. And that's definitely come through. Um, cool. But yes, if you have loved this conversation, hit that subscribe button on our YouTube at youtube.com forward slash at Perspective by Cinema. You can also get your podcast for free wherever you get your podcasts. I mean, you can hit subscribe and follow wherever. And if you have time, leave a review. Um, and we hope to see you in the next episode. Be nice. <laughs> However, in the meantime, enjoy your thrive!